Hi, everyone. Welcome to Jack AM FM, the audio-only version of Jack AM, the uh, daily live streaming morning show on Twitch. Yeah. Hey, if you want to watch the live stream version, we're 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Pacific, and that's... Uh, Twitch.tv slash Jack AM. But if you're listening to this, you're listening to the podcast version, and hey, we're going to try to upload these uh, within two days of every live Twitch stream. If we miss an episode and you really, really want the podcast version, go ahead and DM us. But otherwise, we're going to be putting these up as often as humanly possible on, yeah. on our podcast. Um, so uh, if we fall behind, we will come back. And uh, we know some people prefer the podcast version, so we're going to do our best to keep it as updated as possible. So enjoy Jack AM FM. And if you like what you see, check out twitch.tv slash jackam every weekday, 7 to 9 a.m. Pacific. Well, 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 look who it is. Wow, you really just plopped yourself, <laughs> just tossed yourself into that chair there. <laughs> what the hell? Is this off? It was off. Uh, how I'm you a doing? candy boy. Yeah, there we go. I'm not a candy boy anymore. I'm a salad boy. I'm a salad boy now, although... How many salads have you had? Zero. <laughs> okay. I haven't had any candy, though. I have not had any candy. Jack, I haven't been I, eating I've been like noticed, great. I noticed, but I haven't had any candy. I've been noticing since I do what? the podcast that you start the show in the most fucking crazy way. Well, how do I start it? You're like, uh, look at, uh, oh, there's a thing there. Oh, I gotta start. The, uh, oh, wow, I'm a salad boy. Uh, none of this makes sense in an audio only setting. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to KDM. Yeah. It's KDM. It's an all new brand new. It's an all new brand new. It's Jack AM, everybody. It's, it's KDM. It's AM. It's Thursday. Yeah. Jack's a salad boy. Not really. I mean, we had the La Scala salad. That was really good. It was so good. Kate had a meeting in Beverly Hills, so she got the salad from La Scala. And guess what? That's one of the best salads around, folks. It's the, like, it's the, the best chopped salad. chopped Italian salad. I mean, it's a little bougie. I mean, we're talking Beverly Hills. It's. Ex- it's it's, it's expensive, but they it's actually it's a big ass salad. They give you a lot. It's a big ass it's salad. It's twelve dollars for this salad. That's actually really not that expensive at all. Actually, isn't that expensive? That's like what they charge at any fucking restaurant. And they give it to you, and it's huge. It's the biggest salad you've ever had. And the and big as your eyes. Big as your eyes. <laughs> as as far as the eye can see. Big as your eyes. I think actually. Joe said that to me once, so that's who I was stealing that from. Okay, big so as your eyes. Not, like I'm big not. as you could, you know. Oh, I gotta turn on the. Okay, it's. A you r- unplug those lights it's again. A, it's yeah. I I, I lumiate no, them. No, no, there off. we go. You lumiate them off. Okay, um, cool. Uh, so, La Scala salad, so good. Yeah. Um, Italian chopped. The dressing is, I mean, oh, one, out of this world. One of a kind. It's they, not the topic though. We're not talking about the salad. Well, right you're a now. salad boy. I'm trying to be a salad Say boy, it. but I have not been eating like amazingly. We don't have any food at the house, and so I have still been getting like I got a bean and cheese. I'm disappointed. You know we do have Good food morning. in the house. Thanks, we Connor. Ha- we have food in the wow. house. We have a salmon in the fridge that's oh, really? ready to cook. We have oh. ca- a whole head of cauliflower. Uh-oh. We have Uh-oh. pasta. We have rice. We have beans. Like what? you <laughs> have been eating like shit under this fake premise. So number that one, there's no food in the house. I didn't realize that. Okay, number okay, one, but you just look. You just open the fridge and you look. Okay, so number one, the first thing I'll be saying um, 
is that <laughs> first thing the number one first thing off the bat here. Okay, you're stalling now. You got nothing. Okay, so we're going to do the uh, the truck stream tomorrow, okay? And you're gonna I'm going to turn on the treat stream thing that people can buy food for me, but I'll go over with you today what all the options are. They'll all be salads. We'll do 100% it's gotta salads. It's got to be all salads. We'll do all just a selection of salads for the uh, treat There's stream. There's no on way the, uh, I'm letting you eat tomorrow. like tons of cupcakes. No, we're going to switch it all to just different salads. People, if they want to from home, can order me a nice salad <laughs> for fucking the truck stream. Whatever. Uh, that's what we'll do. I mean, I I should eat more. Sal- I gotta learn how to like make salads that are good. Yeah, they're not that hard to make, douche. Gotta cut up all the get some avocado, get yeah. some chickpeas. Yeah. Hey, lettuce. Yeah. We have a salad spinner. No excuse. Kate, if you would mind sending Bolshevik your energy for uh, he's sick. Bolshevik, I got you, babe. Uh, she sent. She sent the energy. She sent the energy now. Um, how you doing, Kate? How are you today? I spent the last few seconds of the morning in bed, right up until seven. This was like a classic show. This was like the ones where I was used awake, to not... but yeah, but you're just laying around. That's your new thing, is you like to just like <laughs> lay in bed. You know, uh, thank you, Horhezy. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> that was not real. I just say you because you're like fart. Is fart three v two the okay, one that bothers you the most? Can we actually talk about why you thought there was no food in the house? Yeah. Why? You don't got eyes. I still don't believe that there's really food in the house. Okay, go look in the fridge. Take the NDI camera. Take the NDI camera and go look in the fridge. Okay, there's let's a see full here. salmon. There's eggs. There's rice. There's pasta. There's cauliflower. There's cucumber there's cheese okay let's go see if this is oh there's some gross things in the fridge too that i need to throw away so you know just telling you ahead of time just don't judge it okay we're not perfect okay we try the kitchen's not fully clean whatever i'm trying my best here i can't it's not working i can't see anything it's for it's fro. Oh, there we go. This is the pantry. This is the pantry. It's kind of a mess. But there's some pasta in there. Jack's moving the camera too shittily. There's some frozen fish, some chili that's frozen. But the chili, you don't even need a thought. You can just throw it on the, th- the stove top. There's the salad, the rest of my salad from La Scala. So good. So good. Listen, I know that carbs are bad, but Jack ate the even unhealthier carbs than the carbs we have. Okay, it's frozen on the pasta. Not working super well. Not working super well. Got cottage cheese in there. We've got a salmon, tofu, um... Sour cream, salad dressing, cheese. Okay, a beer, Jack, really? Cheese. Parmesan. Freshly grate that shit. Yeah. What is this, a carb house? Why We don't have that many carbs. We have cauliflower. You could turn that into whatever 
you want to replace carbs with. Okay. I the camera's not moving as fast as Jack thinks it is. Like it keeps freezing. So we're just stuck on this shot of Parmesan cheese. I don't know what to tell you. Jack, it's not really working. Okay, it's not working. What were you showing us? It's still stuck on the Parmesan cheese. So the Parmesan cheese, that's it. Is that getting it pulled out right there? No, it's stuck. Getting put it back in. I don't know. I just it freezes and then it shows like one frame. So at the end, I I pulled out the Parmesan cheese from yeah. the Ziploc baggie that it was in. Yeah. And I came and I set it out just uh, in the open air, sitting on top of the um, on top of the uh, cheese grater because I wanted to do a recreation of how I found the kitchen in the morning uh, when I came in. <laughs> and then I did a recreation of how this morning oh, I took the cheese and put it in a Ziploc bag oh, and then went and put it back in the fridge. So I was just giving everyone an example. Uh, okay, <laughs> let me just explain. I was making myself a late night dinner <laughs> because I was really hungry. Yeah. I um I made a little carbonara with salmon. Yeah. And how are you supposed I to left eat good? The Everybody's like, out. it's all fucking carbs. It's carbs. I'm like, how the fuck are you supposed to eat good? You're not supposed to eat carbs. We should just go back to keto. I know it sucked. Ugh. It didn't, didn't suck, I guess. It's just like keto also feels like it's like bad for your heart or something like well, that. Well, you don't. We not should keto. We should do like like not as fat keto. Like yeah. Keto is too expensive. I agree. That is really expensive to have all the meat and shit like that. All right. Whatever. You know what? Exercise. I did that yesterday. We went around three times. Yeah. We can look at the data for it right now. We went now. around three times. Why don't you show them the data? You know what's so weird wow. is I just put the headphones on backwards right then. Yeah. And it like really was different. I was like, what the fuck? It feels different. Jack. All right. We have a lot of fruit. I eat a lot of fruit when we have it. I eat fruit all the time. Fruit's expensive too, right? Okay. This oh, yesterday. God. Here, here's our data from yesterday. I eat almonds. You can show them. We got raisins, and so I, I, you know, what the hell is this? What? How does it? What does it show That's you? Our data. I don't know what it means. Well, it says we we got elevation gain. That's the thing to look at because we have to do the stairs as well or well, something. Go to the scroll down. There's a chart. Uh, look at this wonderful elevation data because I took it's the not stairs. Working. You know what? Forget it. Wow. Are raisins bad for you? Oh, my God. Okay, listen. We need to just go on a really strict diet. No, we don't. Because you can't do it on your own. I am just simply pre-diabetic. I got to find... Maybe I'll... Oh, God. You need, like... I this think, is why you don't go to the doctor, folks. Jesus. This is why you shouldn't be going to the doctor. To him. This is why you can't be going to the doctor. Okay, this is why women outlive men. <laughs> <laughs> Dear fucking... Doctor tells you all... The doctor's like, oh, the salt, and then your whole fucking life has to Honestly, change. I'm glad women outlive men. You deserve it. <laughs> just die. God, just fucking die already. I'm gonna. Just, I'm gonna. Just die now so I can start grieving, so by the time I'm done grieving, I'll be oh hot still. Oh, my God. I'm not gonna die now. Ooh, you're killing yourself. No, I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. I had yesterday a bean and cheese burrito for lunch, and um, then I did have... That's little... not healthy. That's not... That's vegetarian. Okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's vegetarian. Okay, those beans are probably like fried in lard. The bean and cheese burrito is fine. 
But it's no. not a salad. It's not a salad. That's it's true. A, I know what kind of bean and cheese burrito you got, and it was huge and greasy. It's not like a clean eating bean and cheese burrito. It, is not, it was not like a clean eating bean and cheese burrito. Not a clean one. All right, let's do some fucking prepared. And then what'd you have for dinner, Jack? I must admit that for dinner. And I, you tried to make me think it was healthy. No, I didn't. I don't think it's as unhealthy. I did walk down to Combo A, which is a little sort of chain, not chain, but, you know, fast food Chinese kind of thing, which is, you know, they, and I got the little plate that has the lo mein and the beef and broccoli. It's a lo mein. Well, you know, whatever, the little, the, you know, noodles. We need to do some sort of diet. The Otherwise, noodles. you're just not going to. It's not g- secret McDonald's. I didn't go to secret McDonald's. Okay, you're, it's just something is not sinking in to your brain because you know you have to eat healthy. Paleo, this guy's ice cream cone is like, I went paleo with no beef and dairy. And also, this guy's name is ice cream cone. Well, I don't know if it's he, actually. Have, uh, they know. could have a hey. vegan ice cream. It's not secret McDonald's. I went down to. Okay. Okay. What Enough should we talk. do? What should no. we eat for Jack? It's too obsessive. Like, no, no, it's, it's. I can look at the thirty day. We'll look at. We were gonna do whole thirty. We'll look at that. That's supposed to be like a you cut out sugar and all this shit. I know. Yesterday we we're just talking about how it's so toxic to be talking about diets all the time. You know, but I think it's, it's toxic in a workplace. It's different when you're pre-diabetic we're and doing your doctor. A morning show your here. doctor demands you eat healthier, which is what's going on with Jack. My doctor didn't demand. It was simply a recommendation. You know, the the doctor wouldn't be wow. Thank you, Gertz. Thank you, Gertz. You know, I, Gertz, uh, uh, you know. You know, Jack, I, I don't want to be too much of a downer, but people are dying because the people are having to ration their insulin. We're going to eventually run out of health care in this country. Be, I'm not going to be on, You're you gonna, know, I, having, I, don't drink so, if you, I don't drink soda. If you get I to the point soda, of diabetes. Except for so seldomly. If you get to the point not of. not sugar. I don't drink sugar. If you cross over soda. into diabetes, it's really bad. I was eating too much fucking candy. I'm not eating not, candy. Not saying that if you have diabetes, your life is over. There's All plenty right. of people. We'll do counting calories or something like that. Well, And processed foods are really bad. That is true. That is true. That Ugh, I just gave myself really like bad. an Enough. anxiety attack. Don't, like, we shouldn't talk about it. We don't have to talk about it. <sighs> you know, we don't have to talk about it. All right. Jack, just tell me, what's your plan? I don't have a plan right now, except for a general, you know, want and, you know, uh, desire to start to eat right and figure out how to do it. So I have a desire to do it. Okay, good. I have a desire. That's half the battle. I'm not trying to like sneak around and not like, you know, I'm not like yesterday, by the way, I worked all day on the fucking website stuff. And when I get into this like programming kind of stuff, it yeah. like gets me in like a weird like tunnel vision. You know what I mean? Yeah. I did like this programming stuff and then I was like, shit, I'm fucking starving. And I went and got like a burrito. Then I did the trucker stream and I was like, holy fuck, I'm hungry again. I'm like, I'm not trying to sneak around and I don't want to like die or eat unhealthy you know what i mean like i will try to figure out how to do it i'm not eating candy like that is like i know that you know that sounds like such a small concession but i'm like i was before like i would just get candy you know like for like uh I, during the day i'd be like oh i'll get a candy while i'm here or whatever i don't eat straight up candy okay, anymore and good. i haven't been Jack, you know what i mean so that is Jack, something you know we what applaud i mean you so much yeah. for not eating candy. I want to. I have a desire to eat better and to not die. That's all. I have a desire to not die. Oh, I love that. I, love <laughs> I haven't heard you ever say that. I have a desire to not die. I've only ever heard the opposite from you. <laughs> <laughs>
So what? That's it. I'm not eating candy. And well, thank you, everybody. And I don't want to, you know, deal with it. <laughs> on breaks, Jack Force grease on jelly beans. Doesn't sound terrible. And if the mix sort of got together, Jack, I'm like, it could be interesting. No. It does seem like an interesting flavor. You know, no. maple bacon is good. All right. I'm trying my best. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to die. Yesterday, the other day. This is not even that great, but this was a small choice thing. Okay, go ahead. And, it, and, it, and, and you know, it, it illustrates a desire not to die. Yeah. When I went to Starbucks, I told you in the morning, I was like, I'm going to get a breakfast sandwich when yeah. you're there. And, I'm, and you're like, ugh, okay, or whatever. Because you ran out of coffee here. I have to go to the Starbucks. It opens at five here right. for me to be able to do the show. I got beans and I got a uh, uh, coffee. And I was like, I'm going to get a breakfast sandwich. And I actually, even when I got to the counter, okay. I put in uh, two orders. I was like, I'll get the bacon uh, one for the... the the turkey bacon one for Kate, and I'll get the sausage, you know, egg one for me or whatever. And then I was like, no, 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 run that back. I'll okay, instead good. get two turkey bacon ones, good. and we'll both that's have e the turkey effort. bacon one. So that's like, you know, I'm not like the sous vide egg bites would have been. I know, and I'll get the sous vide healthy. egg bites. You know, I'm just, you know, we are, uh, uh, we are, you know, we're. It's you got to start making different choices and stuff like that. Starbucks is fucking terrible, I know, and preservatives and blah blah blah. It was all true, but that was a, you know, that's a choice between it the one that is denser meat and worse for you, and the one that is not as bad for you. All right. All right. You want to play that video again? It's funny. Oh, no, I just clicked out right, of it. Sorry. It. Uh, I'm not going to uh, open calls right now. We will have a call section later, later in the show. Why don't I work out with Mitch and his trainer? Well, the reason for that would be um, because I don't ha uh, make um, like thousands and thousands of dollars on Patreon every month. Like I used to have a trainer and I uh, yeah, Jack was can't a, afford it anymore. Jack was in much better health when he had a you. personal trainer. <laughs> when, when Jack was rich, he had a personal trainer. And he was... Yeah, that was great. I loved doing he that. He did personal trainer and... I wish I was dieting better then. There was a hot second where you did personal trainer and keto diet. <laughs> concurrently. <laughs> that was a healthy era. Yeah, okay. I, but Bolshevik can call fucking later. I run the show here. I'm the showrunner, baby. <laughs> Ooh, yikes. Oh, boy. They're going to they're gonna clip that. Yikes. They're going to clip that. That's, the, that's what they're going to clip. Yikes. That's what they're about to clip. That's what they're about okay, to Okay, I had a weird dream last night. Yeah. I know you, no one likes to hear about people's dreams. Yeah. Should I just keep it to myself? Uh, how interesting is it? What, like, interest level is? Because it, does, it does bore me to hear about anyone's dreams, even the woman who I love very much. <laughs> Sometimes you'll tell me about your dreams, and I'm like, okie dokie. It didn't happen, though, did it? It's not real. <laughs> so this is not a real story, right? But you can go ahead. <sighs> Everyone's like, you're telling me it's easier to be healthy when you're rich? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> in a big way. That is the funniest shit, by the way. Whenever it's like Mark Wahlberg, they're like, Mark Wahlberg's like insane morning routine. They're like, Mark Wahlberg like wakes up at 3 a.m. and like works out and then has like a fucking, you know, milkshake or whatever. I'm like, yeah, because he has like staff that lives at his house to do all that for him right. like like someone no he doesn't wake up at three and work out someone wakes him up at three and puts him on the machine to work out right anyway uh, uh so what, what were we gonna what's your dream what's the dream uh, what's the dream <laughs> we were in ohio yeah and i saw someone give birth you saw someone give birth and it was we, cool do we just do it? I mean, fuck it. We're going to might as well just do it. You're going to hear about it anyway. You're going to hear it later anyway. God damn it. All right. All right. What's going on, caller? Hello, caller. 
Jack. I'm trying to help you here. I understand that, and, I, and I'm very sorry to, to hear about your illness. I know that you're on death's door Listen, here. What I'm telling you is this. This is easy. You just eat in moderation. Yeah. Set a bit goal to get yourself a Fitbit. I don't want to get move a around. Fitbit. Like, yeah, you should. You're probably. making me be like Listen, the teachers. They like The I teachers had to wear a Fitbit. Why? Dude, yeah. I got one, and it's fucking cool. I got it for free as a gift. Just yeah. do it. I don't even have the energy to yell. I'm ill. Wow. I have a fucking... Eat better. Jack, he, it's not but that hard. Has humbled right. you. Water. Has humbled himself. Wow. <sighs> All right. I feel like shit is. right now. You hear this? Oof. Jack, get a bit, dog. Let's get you a Fitbit. Raise bits. Get, hey. a, get a bit, bull. But bullshit. Get a bit, bit. I want to say this, that, you know, you were, yeah. you were really on me, and I think it was appropriate. It was not wrong, but you were on me about how I should take the day uh, when I'm sick and you should set a good example and everything like that. So I do appreciate you calling in, but I would also, you know, encourage, uh, uh, I would give you the same advice that you should don't need to feel the, you know, the need to set an example like this and even call in on a day when you're sick. I'm you not know. even heckling you right now. This is a personal call. That's true. Yeah, this is a personal, personal call. call. Normally I, about do, that. I do my, I do my, I do my bit where I'm, I'm your, uh, it's like a comedy, a big, good cop, bad cop. Okay. Jack, you know you, you your, have a Apple Watch. I'm your heel. I do have There's an Apple Watch. I'm the heel. I do have an Apple Watch around that I could maybe like turn fashion that. into being a Fitbit, but then I have to wear a fucking Apple Watch all the time, and I look like a. a, a well, I a said dork. I, I have to hang up because for self care, right. I must hang up. Yeah, Please. you but should. Just eat moderation. I'll, eat, I'll try to eat moderation and uh, love yourself, Jack. No, oh, thank you. Wow, you know what? Um... What a touching call. Uh, but I am turning calls off. We'll talk later on with callers about, uh, about um, well, we'll talk about uh, what's the best hot dog type <laughs> after all this uh, uh, fitness talk or whatever. I'll tell you what. Um, if I wore my Apple Watch, Kate, I'd yeah. suddenly be the, the dorko riding around Echo Park with okay, a, but would you rather on wear... a scooter with a helmet and then wearing an Apple Watch and in Jack, Crocs. If you ever thought you were cool, just let go of that thought. Because <laughs> it wasn't be, the Apple Watch. I'll be the Dorco nerd. Because it wasn't scooting Jack, about in my little tiny helmet. It wasn't. <laughs> it's not going to be the Apple Watch that tips you into nerddom. Oh boy, you're already deep in. Wow, everyone is like. Uh, <laughs> everyone clipped, of course, the I'm the showrunner clip. <laughs> hey. Let's move on to something. Why? I like absolutely this. Absolutely. Ter- hey, you know, we are just relaxing. You know, relaxing. today, I, you know, I was trying to get some topics. Jack, you know what we're doing tonight? Going to see Aladdin? We're seeing Aladdin. I'm going to have to nap during the day. Tomorrow's going to be so fucking brutal. It's going to be unbelievable. Why don't you just like take a NyQuil as soon as the show ends and take a long <laughs> nap? <laughs> I actually have to meet with Maddie about uh, some Bazzizio gaming and BugCon stuff today. So When's I, I Knowledge do, Lord coming back? You know, I don't know. <laughs> Did you see that guy crying about Jar Jar in public wearing an Apple Watch? <laughs> Maybe that could finally go viral. <laughs> I could finally go viral. There's like, there's like, you. there's like a guy. I'm just like spinning in a circle, being <laughs> like, Jar Jar is innocent, <laughs> and I'm wearing an Apple Watch, little like helmet. <laughs> I'm like holding I make a Star Jack Wars wear, book. I make Jack wear a helmet when he d- rides his scooter. Yes, that's just true. <laughs> you look so cute in it. You're so cute. You're so cute. <laughs> You're so cute. Uh. It is humiliating, but I'll get. I'll tell you what. It's better than thinking you're going to die because you go fast on those fucking things. But one time when I was driving in downtown, I was scooting back from the uh, from the uh, from the from the from the, you know, 
subway station and a man in like a white van on the other side of the street rolled down his window and yelled bendejo at me. Oh, well, you deserve it. And then I was like, well, I don't I know I I don't even know what slur which slur that one is. I don't know which one it is, really. And I was like, but I think that it is probably the case. <laughs> Asshole. And then he laughed. It actually was mega funny. A guy rolled down his window and was like, Bendejo! <laughs> you like, deserve it. Okie dokie, sir. <laughs> you absolutely are, 100%. I was like, all right. Un I, you know, uh, asshole. All right. <laughs> Kate, don't all let right. Jack eat anything at the theater. <laughs> yeah, you can bring almonds if you want. I know. I got to do better about that, too. I, I, you know, I still love... Peanut or not peanut butter? I was gonna say popcorn. Another P. I guess they're both just P words. You know, we can make butters. we can make healthy popcorn and bring it. I don't even think there is such a thing as healthy. Yeah, popcorn. you can make popcorn without like a ton of butter on it. Okay. All right. Can we can we move on to a a, a terrifying tale? Walnuts. Uh-huh. What is this? See that. This is a video of a bird scooter crash that somebody sent. If you want to okay. see it. No, I don't. You don't want to see it. Just stop writing them now. <laughs> <laughs> just stop writing them now. <laughs> okay. Hey, speaking of just stop writing them now, let's check this out. Just, let's check this out. Okay, I had to go get Two a coffee. Inspectors, each with a decade of experience with the Federal Aviation Administration, say they have an urgent message for U.S. travelers. What does the public need to know before it gets on an airline today? That it's not as safe as it could be. Both asked to remain anonymous because they fear losing their jobs for speaking out. I've had reports that I've had entered into our database. One day we're there, next morning they're gone. They say managers at the FAA pressure inspectors like them to ignore critical safety issues like corrosion or making sure vendors are FAA compliant and then retaliate if inspectors refuse to back off. This is the whistleblowers saying that, you know, whistleblowers from the FAA saying that uh, if they don't, you know, if they regulate in the way that they're supposed to regulate in a way that's not, you know, like nice for the airlines or makes the, it harder for the airlines, uh-huh. uh, they get retaliated against. Their reports get deleted. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, How like, planes could crash and stuff. Yeah. Message that you should back off. Well, I've been told to back off. You've been told flat out. Flat out. Told to back off. Oh, my God. I've had this airlines is so scary. contact my management and asked them not to sign me any inspections to that airline. Have he you? said I, he's had airlines call his management, wow. and then they ask him not to assign him anymore to that airline. You had the experience of finding a problem, reporting it, and being punished for it? Yes, repeatedly, over and over. Hey, you know, also, uh, this is just known. This is just a fact. You know, it's a... Uh, um, it is like in the company's best interest. This is capitalism. This is because we have to live under capitalism and growth and like, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, like squeezing every single profit out for the shareholders. Uh, uh, it's actually in the best interest of the airlines to run airplanes until uh, they're right at the point of failure. They're, they try to run them right up to the edge of, uh, you know, before they retire them. How widespread is this among inspectors? It's very widespread. This 2016 Inspector General's report echoes their concerns, finding that another FAA inspector was pressured to back off an airline, then punished by management. You Charles oh my Banks? God. This guy. Yeah, I'm Tony DeCopo with CBS News. It's got a... He's got a Jack look, uh, like as far as the style. This, uh, this, uh, the, the He's got a FAA Trump guy. look, too. A couple <laughs> questions for you. Oh okay. boy. Let's take a second. Is it true that you were punished by the FAA? 
for filing reports of problems at Miami Air International? We have an IG report that says it was. It is yes. true. It's yes, true? It is. Miami Air International is a charter service with about a thousand government contracts worth more than $200 million in just the past five years. Okay. Earlier this month, one of its charters carrying U.S. military troops from Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, made a crash landing in Jacksonville, Florida. That's interesting. No so one died. I think it was the airline that he was, you know, re making reports on. Went ahead uh, they and had a up, crash. They ended up having to have a crash landing there. Uh, and that's the one that he was, like, pressured uh, not to report on and retaliated against. Cause isn't yet known, but that wasn't the first time Miami Air International has had trouble ferrying troops. In 2017, the airline had multiple problems with vendor fuel lines, problems banks had flagged in his earlier reports. Do you still... Oh, the, so the, the problems that he was talking about. Uh, the f so the fuel lines on the plane uh, were the problem. Terrible. Work as an FAA inspector? Yes, I am. On that airline? Nope. I'm no longer on that. They removed me off that air carrier. You were removed? Yes. Who's the customer hmm. at the FAA? The flying public or the airline? Ideally, it's the flying public. That's our mission. In reality? That is true, Al Gorski. Like, there, there is an upside here. The only possible good outcome here has happened already, which is that a troop transport from Guantanamo Bay had to crash. Like a bunch of torturers? Yeah, a bunch of, you know, paid, you know, U.S. torturers. But, right. you know, it might end up affecting the rest of us at some point. Like, it's only so far gotten the people who most karmically deserve it. But, uh, but who knows where it'll go from there? In reality... I've heard airlines be referred to as customers, as stakeholders. I've also heard inspectors say at my airline, at our airline, it's not my airline. As though they work for the airline. Yeah. In 2015, the FAA adopted a compliance mm. program focused on mutual cooperation with airlines instead of a traditional enforcement-focused regulatory model. So they, they switched from regulation and enforcement to being best friends with. Yeah. <laughs> we are, we're going to make the switch to from like enemies to pals, you know, uh, uh, from overseers Yikes. to best buds. Jack, I hate to, to get up in the yeah. middle of a segment. I'm going to go get a coffee. Okay. Is the FAA wrap this up without me? Yeah, that's fine. But and just, then I'll go on break. But just know. Why don't you just watch it for the next two minutes and okay. we'll go on break. All right. Sounds good. All right. A too cozy with the airlines? I think they're leaning more towards the airlines. The upper management is, yes. Hmm. Are there... Hey, by the way, remember the, uh, remember the Boeing 747 MAX that was, like, crashing no. and shit because yeah. uh, they didn't, like, do enough tests on them and yeah. they, like, allowed them to do, like, self-tests and, like, do the test themselves and just trusted their results and everything? Terrible. Hmm. Interesting. Airlines out there today who you believe should be fined? Yes. Are there airlines out there today that you believe should be grounded. I think there's a few airlines out there that we need to take a hard look at doing that, too. The FAA... I'm not flying Spirit. I'm not flying Spirit. I'm not flying Spirit. I'm not flying Spirit. I'm not flying fucking Spirit. I'm like, when he's like, there's somebody to take a look at, I'm like, ding, Spirit. Declined our request for an interview, but told us... The FAA has a comprehensive safety oversight system that encourages the sharing of information to identify problems and ensure they are fixed. Sounds good. The agency also Ugh. wrote this statement. The U.S. aviation system has this a safety funny. record that is unprecedented in history. You know, all That's the time. It's a very Trump statement. You know, all the times, you know, you know, the long history we've had of having airlines. <laughs> 
this the uh, the U.S. aviation system actually has a better track record than the ancient Greece aviation system, for example. The U.S. aviation system, <laughs> compared against all of history, you compare it against the entirety of history. Ours is one of the best ever. Ours is unprecedented. It's you know what's been unprecedented in history? Airplanes. Airplanes are thus far unprecedented. You no, know, I would in say we should take the trains, but those are flipping over all the time. <laughs> yeah, my God. Yeah. With only one domestic death in the past ten years. On the verge of an issue happening. We're talking about a crash. We're talking about a crash inside the United States borders. They both pointed to incidents like the Lion Air and Ethiopian Airlines crashes, both related to U.S. manufacturer Boeing, whose own relationship with the FAA is under scrutiny, hmm. as indicators of what could happen. We've already seen quite a significant uptick in just the last few months. You think we're seeing the beginning yeah. signs of this culture problem showing up in flight safety? Yes. So you're hoping that the wake-up call is this conversation? I hope so, yes. And not a crash in the future? Not a crash. That's what I hope to prevent. I'm here to make sure there's no blood on my hands. Well, that's good, something. Good person. Hey, but also, I'll tell you what. Not a chance that the the whistleblower thing on CBS ends up changing the entire culture of the FAA. I know, but... I think it might take a crash. Um, but if these whistleblowers are brave for doing it, don't you <laughs> Yeah, think? they are. Absolutely. Of course they're brave. I think whistleblowers... I don't want to scare anybody out of uh, coming to BugCon, you know. Uh, uh, well, you know, come to BugCon. Come to BugCon. Only Con. one domestic death. <laughs> yeah, there's only, you know, there's only one. Anyway. Big spirit, it's cheap. <laughs> yeah. Probably die on it, but yeah, save a buck. Well, anyway, uh, uh, that's some scary shit. You know, that's <laughs> like uh, so. That's the uh, the folks at the FAA saying that uh, <laughs> you know, in like it's our sort of like terrifying. corporate corporate, you know, like really the corporations are like more powerful than our government. Like yeah. we've allowed we've allowed corporations to like literally just become more powerful than isn't like the that, regulatory. Isn't that uh, what the uh, Republicans want? Yeah. Bugcon Israel, of course. Uh, okay, we're going to go to break. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. We have more stuff. Michael yeah! is fucked up. That was really loud. Oh, I know what you're doing. <laughs> the claps Kate, weren't loud enough. Kate is trying to like be loud so she knows when to go to take the commercial breaks out on uh, on the podcast. <laughs> Did that hurt anyone? That was hurt my ears. That was not nice to go, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's how you laugh sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes you like, sometimes you laugh so loud and you and you scream into the mic. All right, wonderful. Um, <laughs> we'll be right back in just a few minutes, <laughs> folks. We are back, and we haven't had one of these in a while, but uh, we actually have an on-air ad read, folks. This is chatting about Chucky, chatting about Chucky. Um, from the sassy little minds of comedy writers Eric Keppel and Jeremy Schmidt comes a podcast dedicated to the Chucky films. Join these two funny and hot guys as they revisit each installment of the most demented and badass horror franchise to date. Chatting Bout Chucky is now available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and probably Spotify eventually, too. Toot Toot, Free Mike Fuzz, Jar Jar Rules. Whoa. That is uh that so the uh, that is the chatting about Chucky with Eric and Jeremy podcast that's now available on. Can I iTunes. read it again, but better. Yeah, you can do it one more time. Okay. From the sassy minds of. Uh, there we go. Took the script away. Okay, well, sorry. <laughs> there we go. I was moving the graphic off your face. 
What? <laughs> okay, fine. From the sassy minds of comedy writers Eric Keppel and Jeremy Schmidt comes a podcast dedicated to the Chucky films. Join these two funny and hot guys as they revisit each installment of the most demented and badass horror franchise to date. Chatting about Chucky is now available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and probably Spotify eventually, too. Toot, toot, free mic fuzz, Jar Jar Rule. All right. You want me to do another shot at it? Yeah. Okay. From the sassy little minds of comedy writers Eric Keppel and Jeremy Schmidt comes a podcast dedicated to the Chucky films. Join these two funny and hot guys as they revisit each installment of the most demented and badass horror franchise to date. Chatting about Chucky is now available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and probably Spotify eventually, too. Toot toot. Free Mike Fuzz. Jar Jar Rules. Hell yeah. All right. So check it out. Check Chatting out about, Chatting about Chucky. Search for it wherever you get podcasts. <laughs> what? Yeah, Eric, you just got charged for two extra reads. Sorry, we're able to do that. <laughs> I just ran the, the credit card again a couple times there. So let's do another one. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, uh, let's we got another ad. Do some, oh, you want to do that now? I thought we were going to do it at the end of the subject. Oh, All okay. right, we'll do yours. We'll do yours really quickly. Everybody, we have a bounty board really quickly. Let me pull it up here. Um... So this is uh, art by you Kate Raft. It wrong. Oh shit! This is uh, art by Kate Raft dot com. Uh, it's still you know under uh, in in uh, under construction here. But if you go to the art by Kate Raft dot com site, you click watercolor workshops and look what we got here: wine and watercolors by Kate Raft. Uh, Friday, June twenty first, seven p.m. to ten p.m. twenty five, the neighborhood of Echo Park in L.A. Um, Wait, uh, Alphabet Pizza, I sent your zines last week. Did you still not get them? I sent you every single zine. We do pretty bad between sending things between Alphabet Pizza and us. You know? Anyway, we'll figure it out. There's something going on because I've I've sent, I've sent been sending you zines and then I send them all again to the same address. We should figure it out. DM me. We got to figure this out. Something's right. gro- gone wrong. Wine and watercolors. By Kate Raft. Learn to watercolor, learn to sip wine. There it is. <laughs> um, so Kate uh, is going to be doing these sort of painting workshops out of the house. Uh, uh, and um, uh, she's going to guide you through watercolor painting and wine sipping. Uh, bring your own wine or not. Uh, bring your own supplies or not. You can actually uh, sign up and then uh, have Kate supply the art supplies for you. And tell you what, it's 30 bucks for the art supplies. But Kate showed me yesterday, I'm like, oh, what kind of margin is it on this? It's one dollar. Oh, you need to fix that. It says thirty dollars. It is thirty extra dollars. Yeah, oh. and that gets added to the subtotal oh, down here. I see. That's like an extra. What thir- were you saying? So this is twenty-five, and then this is thirty. You know what I mean? Well, I was saying, Kate, I'm like thirty bucks. That's like a lot. And then I'm like, oh, you. It actually costs you twenty-nine dollars to buy the uh, the art supplies that you're providing for for thirty dollars. So you know. It's not a ripoff, is all I'm saying. The, the uh, art supplies. It's not thirty dollars for the art. It's thirty dollars. It's twenty five for the ticket. And then thirty on top extra. of it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's. Um, well, should we? Should we? So anyway, sign up for it. The first ever one is going to be Friday, June twenty first, seven p.m. to ten p.m. Uh, and it's only twenty five bucks if you bring your own supplies. It's uh, fifty five if you uh, have Kate bring some pl- some supplies. Uh, and Moto Stinko is going to start a competing workshop where they drink uh, champagne. 
Yeah, you should do a paint stream again, Kate. Okay. Okay, Kate. Paint. You know what? It's hard for me about a paint stream. What? I watch reality shows <laughs> while I paint. But I have said this. I don't know why you can't just watch reality shows and have the audio of that like in the background, and then like, but you just can't show the video of it. You can have the I, chat I know, but going. I, I'm in a passive the, mode. Yeah. I'm not in a talking mode. You can not talk that much. I think people would not would not care if you didn't talk that much. I think people just want to join. But also I get that it's, you know, a private process and everything. It's not like that, that private. It's I'd like really to really be watched. Paint slash reality show com- commentary would be a fun combo. All right, I mean, we'll if do you that. just watch your reality shows and just it like won't get muted. It won't them. get like muted. I don't think it will. Like the music is the only thing that could get it muted, and I kind of feel like with room tone and everything like that. Plus, also, it could also just be for people that are live. You know what I mean? Nothing gets muted live. That's true. All right. Uh, we're we'll we're talking it. show. We're doing a little show talk, everybody. All right. uh, let's move on to another. Well, that's actually. Should we do the book club right now? Kate? What, what? Should we do the book club? Yeah. I need to get my book. Okay. There we go. Uh, do you have the book? Where is it? The actual book? I read it on the Kindle last night because I couldn't find the book. No. I can't find bad blood around here. Oh, no. Is Casa Pain canceled now that Trump used Jump as an intro song? I don't know if House of Pain is canceled because he's used all sorts of music and then the artists just come out and they're like, we rebuke, we don't want him using our music anymore and then he does forever, nonstop, doesn't care about it. Like, like I think the Rolling Stones were like, he shouldn't use our music anymore and then he did to open every single rally for the rest of the campaign or something like that. Um, anyway, we are about to get into the Jack AM book club, which is um, our book club. We are currently reading Bad Blood. Uh, by uh, what the hell is the guy's name? John Carreyrou. John Carreyrou. We are now uh, up through uh, chapters eleven to fifteen, and uh, yeah, we're right here in the middle of a. Uh... Oh, it is. It was. Like I fucking looked at that a million times yesterday. I think I thought it had a white cover. I thought it was one of the white cover <laughs> I'm genu- pop science books. But I looked at that. I was like, "Where the hell is that book?" I looked at Jack. It. I'm genuinely concerned for you. You there's something fundamentally wrong with you. Your brain is broken. You can stare at something for hours and not see it. What is that? Is I- that what disorder <laughs> is that? Smoke less weed. I yeah, think. Yeah. You know what? Just. Say yes. Say I'll Let's smoke talk about the book club. Let's talk about the book club. Ugh. Let's talk about the book club. I can't see things that are dark sometimes. When it's dark on dark, it's hard. To, and this is a black book. It's hard to see. I thought it was a white book. Oh I was looking God. for a white book. All right. You're out of your mind. I'm not man. out of my mind because I couldn't find a book. Masturbation causes blindness, <laughs> says Moto Stinko. Well, I don't do that. Oh, well, you might. Okay. I guess now you don't. All right. Uh, let's talk about bad blood. Can 11 you see through 15. your shirt? Your shirt is black. Can you see it? I thought I was. I thought I'm topless. <laughs> I, I've always thought I'd done this show topless. <laughs> I thought that was part of why everyone watched, is because I'm like uh, sort of showing off my buff and cut chest Jack, every morning. There's something you need I thought to, that was part of the show. You need to know about something with your chest. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is this? Do I, have I been wearing this every day? <laughs> This is every day. <laughs> well, I guess if we're used to this, I can't start doing it topless now. 
Take it off. Never. All right. Uh, let's do. Let's talk about bad blood, secrets and lies in a Silicon Valley startup. Chapters eleven through uh, fifteen. And I'll tell you what. Chapter eleven is kind of uh, prophetic for this for this company, huh? Chapter eleven. Isn't that true? Why? Because that's the bankruptcy one. Uh, when you say chapter eleven, you know. Oh, is it? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if that was intentional. Well, I mean, I don't think it was intentional for him to put in a chapter. 11. I thought there just was a chapter 11, you know? Yeah, I have highlighted anyway, so what do you think a about couple these? things from yeah, chapter okay. so, 15. So what are we... Oh, from 15? Yeah. You just I, forgot to hi- I forgot to highlight anything from 11, 12, and Let me, 13. Like, let's skip through it and see if there's anything yeah. before we uh, so get into... T- just tell us what happens in this segment, Jack, because you read it yes- yeah, I read all it yesterday. yesterday. I, I have to kind of flip through as we do it here to, to uh, remember... Um, nine, the wellness play. Let's see. Oh, LTC Shoemaker. That was great. So what happened in these chapters is their family friend, uh, Fuse or whatever. Right. Fuse. Fuse, I think is how it's pronounced. Uh, uh, Fuse. They were able to get him sued. They were able to like. Yeah, they uh, sued uh, him. They sued him. And he I, what said I, that he wants to sue her till she dies. Yeah, I guess he said under deposition that he's like, I'm going to fuck with Elizabeth Holmes until she's dead or something like that. Like, and weird that's guy. like apparently why she upped security <sighs> at Theranos because well, she took it literally. Also, like she was like believing this kind of like, I, th- I think that they actually had a paranoid worldview <laughs> or she and Sonny were able to like convince these older men investors of their paranoid worldview where like the other medical companies were so jealous of them that they were sending spies around and all this kind of shit. Like they kind of like they were able to convince them and then all like and again, it's also kind of all coming from, you know, uh, uh like you know elizabeth holmes's weird obsession with apple like she's obsessed with being like apple and apple was obsessed with secrecy so she's like i think we have to go like one step even further in being secrecy anyways uh uh one thing i thought was funny about the the guy fused in this chapter is they came and that this is something to know this is good to know for me actually what <laughs> they like came a process server came to serve him oh god and he was like i refuse to be served he's like i'm not taking it i won't take it they have to throw it at your feet i won't take it if I you don't to take, take it, it. i'm not gonna take it <laughs> uh, i have a friend who got sued and she made them <laughs> throw it at her feet yeah i'm gonna do that i'll do that uh because uh, yeah the process they server have to guys, write they have to write it down in the report that it was thrown at your feet. <laughs> so if you if you demand that your lawsuit or uh, de- whatever what's it called yeah. subpoena whatever yeah if you won't take it they'll throw Dep- it. At your uh, feet. What is it called? Deposed, uh, you served. Know, uh, 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 I don't know. If you've been deposed, served. It's called being served. If you've know. been deposed, you get you can get tell them to throw it at your feet, and then they have to send you have it. To tell them to throw it at your feet. You're just like that's not me. I refuse to. And take then it. you and then you can um. They have to write down to their people suing you that you refuse to take it. Right. So anyway, she has this guy, David Boys, who's like well, a mega lawyer or whatever. And the thing that Elizabeth Holmes keeps doing, this is like, you know, throughout the book, this runs throughout, is that like she'll get these guys on board, like these very powerful people, like yeah. former government officials, powerful lawyers and everything like that. Right. And then she like gives them stock in the company. So the company is like massively inflated. Uh, the value has been like massively right. inflated. And so she's th- using them as leverage to get a bigger um, valuation. To get more valuation and everything. But they, but that also makes them like indebted, like they want the company to be like successful. So it's like these guys, David Boys, everybody's like working for free. Everybody's just working for free based on like that. You know, she and Sonny are saying this company is going to be worth a billion dollars. So, anyways, through all this okay. suing, so uh, 
Okay, yeah. This is an this is an important part actually. This is fucked up. Ian Gibbons. Oh God. Ian this Gibbons. Is really sad. This is really fucked up. So through the lawsuit, they're trying to like counter sue. They're like, we want Ian Gibbons. Uh, uh, we want the uh, you know the testimony by Ian Gibbons uh, because they find out that all the like you know they're patents. like they're like Elizabeth Holmes does not invent all this shit. Like she she's shares just, the patents. She's throwing her name on the patents of her employees, and they find that Ian Gibbons' name is like the shared name on a lot of the patents. Uh, right. uh, you know that are have been. Uh, you know, sent through Theranos. And this is really fucked up and sad. So this guy, Ian Gibbons, is like an old school sort of like scientist guy. He's like the fucking, he's like the scientist from uh, uh, like Independence Day or whatever. He's like like one of these like hippie kind of long hair, white hair scientists who's like, you know, super smart, knows everything. So he is uh, um, like leading the group and uh, and is, you know, in charge of all this shit, in charge of like the science basically at Theranos. And he starts getting pushed out at the company because uh, uh and by the way he created all the stuff with elizabeth like you know he created all the things that you know are that make up the theranos patent patents and everything Correct. like that yeah. um but as the project was continuing and he had very exacting standards like basically he's like we're making a medical device these um have to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, and you know, in the sort of classic, uh, uh, Silicon Valley, uh, um, you know, style. And I think that this is like, you know, also the, the case with the culture at funny or die and the case with the culture at so many companies, sure. they're like, we don't like negativity. They're like, right. why are you just bringing up problems and not offering possible solutions? Cause they would say like, here's what, how it could work. And Ian's like, well, that's not like clean enough. It can't work. Like we can't get enough information out of the blood or whatever. And everyone else is like, well, this guy's a fucking asshole. Like he just tells us like why this impossible thing can't work as opposed to like, you know, just lying, like just lying and being yeah. okay with it or whatever. Right. So they end up kind of pushing him out. They promote other people and he's like despondent. Like he gets fired at one point and then they bring him on the next day, but it's like in a demoted role or whatever. Yeah, they basically make him like a pencil pusher. They make him like when a pencil pusher. When he's like pusher. one of the most brilliant scientists of like all time. Yeah, or something like that. He's like a brilliant scientist. And they give him a pay cut. They like give him a pay cut. They put another guy in charge of like, you know, the, the science team and like they're less exacting and so he's just having to witness all this going on and he's like yeah. despondent. He's so depressed. He doesn't he like, you know, he doesn't feel like he can do anything. He feels hopeless and all this kind of stuff. He's like becoming more and more depressed. He starts like not coming into work because he's suffering right. from a clinical depression. Um, and uh, then he takes a bunch of fucking like like wine and and uh, acetaminophen like specifically to destroy his and liver. And he's a scientist. He knows exactly how much to take. And it just destroys and his he, liver and he, and he, he dies. Himself. He or kills he himself. He completes suicide. Yeah. Um, this part, um, if you are going to watch the documentary in addition to the book, this is one of the most gut-wrenching parts of it because you get to see his widow yeah. um, basically explain all of this. I just got chills talking about it. Um, and uh, she's just pissed. Like, yeah. you, she, She's well, never going to get over that anger because it's like... And they don't give what a What happened fuck, to like, him was so unjust. So the book can, goes on to explain that uh, as, as when he dies, his widow... I, I think they were married, right? Yeah, they were married. They were married. His wife... Um, contacts Theranos and says like hey like just so you know like Ian's past like yeah. they don't send condolences they don't say anything they just ask 
uh, they send her a legal letter that says we're seizing all of his like documents. His like laptops. And it, shit. And it belongs to us now. It's um, so fun. Send it to us like ASAP. So this is like really like the kind of like ugly and inhuman side of like what these Silicon like, Valley and corporate cults are like. They did not give and, and, a fuck. I think they were like relieved. Reg- regardless of, of whether Elizabeth Holmes, whether you think she was delusional or intentionally malicious, just an officer, mal- awful intentionally person. malicious malicious yeah intentionally maleficent (laughs) intentionally malicious this is a a good example of her as a terrible fucking person just a terrible person if you worked with someone so closely you share all these patents with him he you would not have a company without this person so they say they also say they 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 kill themselves yeah and you don't do anything about it. It's really and you up. don't blink an eye. You just send your legal team. And over then also to the like life. within the company, they say that like there was no there like, was wide announcement. There was only an email sent out to like senior staffers being like, "This happened. We might have a remo- memorial at some point." And then they didn't set the time for the memorial. They just no, didn't they never had a memorial. So like some other employee like downloaded all his patents and sent out an email being like, "In memory." It's just truly fucking brutal. It's and this really is the, sad. This is the human cost for, like, you know, Elizabeth Holmes and this guy, Sonny, like, you know, basically just wanting everything for themselves. Like, this is yeah. only, like, so they can be celebrities and millionaires and, you know, viewed as, like, hyper successful. That's all. That's what it's all for. That's what it's all for. They and don't like, give a fuck about anybody. And that is that's and a it's larger. Unfor- and it's unforgivable. I mean, even yeah. even if Elizabeth Holmes, even in the most charitable reading where you're thinking, maybe Sonny's in her ear saying, like, this guy, like, he's like, yeah. whatever, like a coward. Like, you don't need to grieve him. Like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, she's still, like, treated his wife that way yeah it's wild like, it's wild uh it's un- just terrible unacceptable and i mean i think it was also a larger it's it yeah she has a chronic a larger, uh, cool hand johns it's like she has a chronic lack of empathy yeah and i actually also think that reflects something larger with the theranos device and the theranos company altogether which is that they don't give a fuck about people like no. the device is not going to be accurate that will lead to people like making medical decisions right. which will lead to like hurting people's lives they don't give a fuck yeah, there's a they part, don't care there's a part in the book where elizabeth elizabeth holmes like this is like charitable or not elizabeth does not care, she about, care anything about people about, like other than her being a billionaire and successful there's this one part of the book that's like she's counting down the days to their launch and yeah. then there's like a senior executive who comes back from in- a trip to india and is like Whoa, whoa, whoa! We, yeah. I didn't know we were launching. We're a research, research and development. We're company. not like we she, are not. She ready didn't to even launch. know that they were out of the the R and D phase. Yeah. Like, so that gets us into this. Um, thing, which again, this is Elizabeth's Apple. This gets us into the next chapter, which is again, this like, is, we're launching. We're launching. Well, this like, is also uh, her like Apple obsession. She like. Because, by the way, this is what's so funny is she's like, I want to be like Apple. So she starts wearing fucking turtlenecks and she like hires people that worked at Apple and she hires like the marketing team that worked at Apple. And so that's what this next chapter is about. She hires Chiat Day, Chiat Day. I don't know. Chat Day, uh, which is like the advertising company that has like Kiat Day, maybe Uh, they like that. There's done so many Apple uh, uh, product launches and everything like that. And it's this big chapter about it. She gets all fucking, you know, like she gets a bunch of nice photos taken. They take photos of the thing. And they then like you know they're writing all the copy for the website and the people at uh, Kaya Day or Chaya Day or whatever are being they're like, like they're like because you know like, there's regulation in marketing they're scared because they're like is this they're like, like it's against the law to to like 
lie, lie in advertising. In advertising. Like, There's specifically laws against that. And so Elizabeth is like demanding that they like, they're like, we should probably like say like, they're like, you know, 800 tests from like one, from one drop of blood. And they're like, we should probably put a disclaimer on there. That's like, you know, not all the tests can be doing. She's like, I don't want the disclaimer. And then it's like, you know, and then, and then at the last second, yeah. uh, there, Elizabeth Holmes legal team forces her yeah. and then they have to do a call, like an eight hour phone call. Yeah. Where they go line by line <laughs> on all the marketing and materials. And just pull everything back. And it's there's so a gr- funny. I wish I highlighted it. Shock day. Jack, if you could find it. Yeah. There's there's a great um there's there's a great like gr- the examples of the things they have to like replace. Yeah, they're funny. It's actually. it's like it is funny. It's like eight hundred tests, it's like and then it changes to like some tests. Okay, here it is. Uh uh here it is. Um the call dragged on. Um uh, Patrick nodded off at one point, but Kate and Mike stayed alert enough to notice that the language being systematically dialed back. Welcome to a revolution in lab testing was changed to welcome to Theranos. <laughs> faster results, faster answers became fast results, fast answers. Uh-huh. A tiny bu- a tiny drop is all it takes was now a few drops is all it takes. Uh-huh. Um, a blurb of text next to a photo of a blonde-haired, blue-eyed toddler under the headline, Goodbye, Big Bad Needle, had referred only to finger draw, finger stick draws. Now it read, instead of a huge needle, we can use a tiny finger stick or collect a micro sample from a Venice draw. <laughs> like, they completely changed it. It wasn't lost on Kate and Mike that this was tantamount to the disclaimer that they had previously suggested. In a part of the site titled Our Lab, a banner running across the page beneath an enlarged photo of a nanotainer had stated, at Theranos, we can perform all of our lab tests on a sample one one thousandth the size of a typical blood draw. In the new version of the banner, the words all of were gone. Lower down on the page was a claim Kate had pushed back against months earlier. Under the heading Unrivaled Accuracy, it cited the statistic about 93% of lab errors being caused by humans and inferred that no other laboratory is more accurate than Thanos. Sure enough, that was walked back too. Um, All right. So then I want to skip to chapter fifteen, where yeah. they talk about basically like the the imminent launch with Walgreens. Yeah, um, they're going to launch in a, in a Palo Alto Walgreens, and and they're using this launch to um, in in um, in combination with a Wall Street Journal article yeah. ri- written by one of the board members. Yeah. Is that like that's so weird? It's like every so one that's the, insider trading. That so is like General, insider trading. Like General Schultz or something. Yeah, what's his like, name? I don't remember. One of these guys, the ninety-two-year-old, like, like former uh, Stanford guy or something. Like, I don't fucking know. He's really old, ninety-two years old. He writes a, a Wall Street Journal op-ed about the company he's on a board for. Right. So saying like they're ready to launch. Saying like they're about and to launch. And then the fucking stock price. Like then it's, it's like the, oh, there's he's no stock the one price. That, he's the one that first said she looked uh, or she was the next Steve Jobs or Bill Gates. Right. So this is that article. Yeah. And um, they are using this article with the upcoming Walgreens launch to do a, another round another of fundraising. Another round of funding. So they just like, um, they, which so by the way, here's, that, here's what it looks like yeah. when they're meeting with people to get money. Um, here's a quote. At a second meeting, three weeks later, they showed them a PowerPoint presentation containing scatter plots purporting to compare test data from Theranos' proprietary analyzers to data from conventional lab machines. Each plot showed data points tightly clustered around a straight line that mm-hmm. rose up diagonally from the horizontal x-axis. This indicated that Theranos' test results were almost perfectly correlated with those of the conventional machines. In other words, its technology was accurate as traditional testing. The rub was much of the data in the charts wasn't from the mini lab 
or even from the Edison. It was from other commercial yeah. blood analyzers <laughs> that, that they the had purchased. <laughs> yeah, so basically what, what this is, is they had a chart showing how accurate like their results were compared to other lab results, but they were just using a machine that they had bought from the yeah. other labs. So they were just literally like, the two plots are exactly the same. They like tested what the one chart was saying. <laughs> like So they're like, we can do tests that are just as good as other labs because they bought the machine from that the other, other labs lab. use. <laughs> I mean that and that is intentionally yeah, like that's misleading on purpose. That's intentionally misleading. Yeah. I have another highlighted section. Yeah. From this chapter one sec. Yeah. Um Okay. Besides Theranos' supposed scientific accomplishments, what helped win James and Grossman over was its board of directors. In addition to Schultz and Mad Dog Mattis, yeah. it now included former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger. Yes, of former course. Former Secretary of State William Perry. You mean the father of Conoco's <laughs> Henry Kissinger? Former State Senate Arms Committee Chairman Sam Nunn and former Navy Admiral Gary Roughhead. It's like all these like military guys. Fucking wild. Uh, Elizabeth had methodically cultivated each one of them and offered them board seats in exchange for stock options. Hmm. So now they're like incentivized to try Sorry, to make gra grants of stock. Yeah. Now they're like incentivized to be part of the con. She's like one of the she's one of the best con people ever. Okay, here's really another is. here's another con. More women con men. <laughs> More women con men. Con More women. con women. Yeah. Okay. Um it forecasts Gross profits of one sixty-five million on revenues of two sixty-one million in twenty fourteen, and gross profits of one point oh eight billion on revenues. So this is Sonny's uh, estimation. They were yeah. like, "Yeah, we're going to make a here, billion here dollars in revenue." Little did they know that Sonny had fabricated these numbers from whole cloth. Like he just, just made them made up. them up. Yeah, Theranos hadn't had a real chief financial officer since Elizabeth had fired Henry Mosley in two thousand and six. I think we're now at twenty thirteen. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of years without a financial officer. Yeah, they hadn't had a CFO. The closest thing the company had to one was a corporate controller named Danny's Yam. Six weeks after Sonny sent Partner Fund his projection projections, Yam sent a very different sent very different ones to an advisory firm called Arcana for the purpose of pricing stock options for employees. Yam forecast <laughs> a profit of thirty five million in twenty fourteen and of a hundred million in twenty fifteen, sure. which is one hundred and thirty million and nine hundred eighty million less, respectively, than what Sonny projected to Partner so, Fund. So yeah, his, his books were just cooked. It's so funny the books were just like he just like made up cooked. the numbers. And and really, like, Sonny seems, like, out of his m fucking mind. Yeah. Like, the most. Like, Sonny's the most evil. Yeah. Elizabeth Holmes is definitely evil for, like, going along with Sonny. Sonny's, well, I'm, look. Elizabeth is evil too. Don't try to like. I'm like. I'm not. No. I'm I said. I just said she's, she's so I bad. I just too. said she's definitely evil Sonny, too. Sonny is like not. Sonny is worse. a madman. Yeah, I think they're both like weird and like they both were in this weird relationship. They were in I this like shared money. psychosis or something. Well, that's which is what someone says in there. Like they talk about uh, what was that? Like the folly adieu or whatever. Like, uh, did you remember that part? No. Um, let me see if I can just find it here because this is mentioned. It was an interesting. Uh, Part. Let's see if I can just search your Kindle for it uh, uh, within the book. Folly, adieu. 
What the hell? Oh, yeah, there we go. Okay. It's in the Gibbons chapter, okay? So this is when Gibbons was still alive, okay? Um, Tony, who, like Ian, uh, no longer had Elizabeth's favor and was being excluded from the development of the Minilab, floated the notion that perhaps the company was just a vehicle for Elizabeth and Sonny's romance and that none of the work they did at really mattered. <laughs> like, right. it's just a weird thing, like, for these two people. Uh, Ian nodded. It's a folie à deux. Uh, Tony didn't really know any French, so he left to go look up the expression in the dictionary. The definition he found struck him as apps. The presence of the same or similar delusional ideas in two persons closely associated with one another. Kind of like us doing this show. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we convince ourselves we should keep doing this show. <laughs> um, <laughs> like this show, you know? Yeah, so that, I guess anyway. we can wrap up the book club. It's really good. Um, what, some, are we, what are we doing next, I and think, what's our so deadline? I know, I know that... Uh, you know, some people were saying we should try to finish the book by next week. You said that you don't think you can. I have do a that. really busy week you next said week. You don't think you can do that? That would be about over 120 pages. Why don't we get? Th- why don't we do a little more though? Why don't we do a little more? We'll do a little more. Why don't we read through the um, 16 to um, God? 21. I, I, it's like it's just going to be so short that last one. You know what I mean? Like 16 to 21 would be exactly. Well, the same why don't we, we finish the book time. but give me until? Um, a week from Monday or something. Okay, so why don't we do next the following Tuesday? Okay, not this Tuesday, but the Tuesday the, after. The Tuesday after that, okay. we'll finish the entire book and do the book club on that day. Let's okay? do that. So let's look at what date that is. Uh, uh, we are going to be doing it on uh, um, Tuesday the fourth. We will be finishing up the entire book club. Tuesday the fourth so of everybody June. Read. Uh, wow, by it's June almost 4th, June. Jack, by the fourth of June. Do you know what you say about the month of June? Uh, it's June. It's June. It'll be Kate's birthday soon. No. Because that's in July. Say it how you usually say it. No, it's a little song I made up. Sing the song. I don't want to. (laughs) It's June. It's June. It'll be Kate's birthday soon. (laughs) It's a joke I made up because it's funny. That's like funny to say. Sing it again. That's how it goes. It's like a little like jaunty Hobbit song kind Sing it of. Again. It's June. It's June. It'll be Kate's birthday soon. Because <laughs> her birthday is in July. <laughs> Whatever. I think you got the tune wrong. You see? <laughs> I think that is how it goes. It's like, it's June. It's June. It'll be Kate's birthday soon. I mean, it's like a song. Yeah, it's like a. All right. Jack, um, you guys. Oh, God. Jeezy Bobeezy says, God damn it. You guys are so fucking aww. cute. Let's talk about the next minute movie. <laughs> Who's what? I'm so excited. It's almost my birthday. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk about the next minute movie here. <laughs> let's talk about the next minute movie here. <laughs> this is a broken marriage. What the hell? Why is this not updating? Oh, there we go. Comrade noticed me. He says, this is a broken marriage. Yeah, it is, I guess. You know? What's it broken is. about it? Nothing. I don't know. Whatever. Jack's it's health. It's June. It's June. It'll be Kate's birthday soon. <laughs> and the funnier way to do it is to sing that in like December or something <laughs> like that, which is actually when I made up the song in like <laughs> December or some shit. <laughs> it helps me to remember when Kate's birthday is too. <laughs> That's like a song for me to have running through my head all of June in like a stress and in like an anxiety spiral because I'm like, okay, I have one month. I have to buy a gift. A gift. <laughs> It's I always just tell you what to buy me. Yeah. Well, not last time. Not not for the paper anniversary. 
What'd you get me? I got you the Colson Whitehead's oh, uh, yeah. the Underground Railroad. That was a good you did good. Because you had mentioned you wanted that book. And so I got all it. All I asked was that I didn't want to have to tell you what to get me. And I figured something out and it was all perfect. All right. What a boring ass episode. Ew. Stinky. A stinky bad episode. I wanted to talk through some of the very in, you know, interesting and I think I think thoughtful okay. discourse okay. surrounding the next minute movie. Okay. 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 So let's. I, I think this is Carmen Town. Th- well, this is worth reading. I'd like to talk about this. Okay, this is from Eli Nasir, good friend of mine from you know going way back since mm-hmm. I, since high school. You know, so let let's uh, look at this. Okay, what made Walter Mitty and Invention of Lying worthwhile to watch as opposed to Holmes and Watson? You can say all these movies are bad, but the first two were was actually made with seriousness and care. Ben Stiller wanted to make a great serious film. Okay, true. Ricky Gervais honestly thought this was going to be a very funny, successful movie. They both wanted their projects to see it, and because of, because of that, we ended up finding these movies to be charming in their own way. Holmes and Watson was just a pure cash grab. No effort, was all, no effort at all was put into this dog pile of shit. I mean, pile of dog shit, but dog pile of shit is an interesting one, too. Like how dogs yeah. pile up on top of each other, and so there's just that much shit. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun. Uh, I suggest Collateral Beauty um, It fits the bill like the first two movies The chat voted for Holmes and Watson Thinking it would be funny to watch this absolute shit That the greater joke would be to endure watching this hollow miserable project And now it has become purely a chore No one enjoys it anymore No more voting for cash grab pieces of shit Okay. Okay I suggest Collateral Beauty Okay It fits the bills Like the first two movies Okay Okay all right. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So that is just something I want to talk about okay. before we start talking about We're the next gonna movie. We're just going to be talking. I want us to be thoughtful about what's next for the minute of. Okay. You know, we're not going to hold a vote today. Why are you zooming out? I liked it in. We, um, we're not going to hold a vote today. We're not going to be holding a vote today. I want everyone to really think about what, uh, what the next minute movie should be. And let's pray about it. I agree with I w- that. I think we should pray. I agree we should all Let pray about pray. it. Let us pray. So look, here's Babbler Brown uh, saying, um, I agree with your analysis and will add that Minute of Mitty's suggestion a dinner of, for schmucks also fits the bill. I've seen it and whoever wrote it obviously thought it was going to be comedy gold, but what you get is pure cringe. I've seen the movie. It's really bad. When I was forced to watch it with my brother some time ago, I remember thinking the movie was so bad that I actually love how miserably it failed and sort of enjoyed it. I hate to admit it, but I do like dinner for schmucks. You're right. It would work. <laughs> Loquisha. I watched some Loquisha the other day. I think we maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I worry so about Loquisha. It does fit the bill. Loquisha is so interesting. It fits the bill. It Loquisha does. Loquisha is but, actually truly interesting. But it's so racist. It is. I watched Loquisha. Some some the other People day. People might get the wrong idea about it. It's channel. on Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. For free. Loquisha. Well, I mean, you have to be an, an Amazon Prime. But it's like on Prime Video. It is on Prime Video, yeah. Um, now, what I'll say about Loquisha is that this is a guy, he's like the, um, he's like Tommy Wiseau for like wanting to make like 90s comedy movies. Like, it's so funny. We have now just like infinite Wiseaus. Anybody can be a Wiseau now. Anybody can be a Wiseau. Um, 
So, you know, I, I do think that he makes Moto it. Moto Cinco like, says so, Loquisha so seems like low-hanging fruit. I agree. I agree. He is, like, kind of not that... You know, there is something more interesting about these big movies that are, like, yeah. actually made, you know, in... Uh, uh, I don't know. That, that I, have been I, made by, I'm, like... I'm going to go ahead and, and come out against Loquisha. Okay, you're anti-Loquisha. Open to Collateral Beauty, obviously. Um, kind of open for dinner for schmucks. I did see it already. It's more fun when I don't see no, the I really want to hate what Collateral Beauty could be the one. Mm. I have seen that one as well. Collateral also. Beauty could do it. I know the twist already. So do I. And I've seen it already. And I think so you've I. seen it too. I have seen it. It does maybe make I've it. I've seen ep- also, you know, I saw both, you know. Yeah, but uh, I've never uh, seen any of the movies we've watched. But then there, everyone's like, we didn't know the twist already. Okay, man. Let's give it some thought, everybody. Mm-hmm. I want everyone to think. I want everyone to think and pray. And pray and pray and pray. And pray I some think, more. I think, what was the movie that someone else was talking about? Um, you know what else? Shampoodler also made the point that, you know, the different... The original, Throw in your ideas in the chat. Those two movies were picked by Shampoodler, both those hey, films. We may want to just ask Shampoodler to pick again. I mean, or maybe... I, I think that we should start... Oh, yeah. Freak Dance, I think, might be the best. Oof. That is made with with honesty. That I think is maybe made with we, honesty. our best bet may be Freak Dance. Freak <laughs> Dance is the one I think we should do. It's the one that Shampoodler wants. Well, we're gonna have to keep thinking. Shampoodler, what do you today. say, Shampoodler? What do we do? See, I'm okay with not having a democracy and having a shampoo a shampoo dictatorship. A shampoo dictatorship? Yeah, I am not okay with that. I'm not okay to have a shampoo dictatorship. Yeah. Dlur. But I like the people in Shampoo dictatorship. Like, I don't want to make fun of all the actors in, in uh Freak Dance. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, because we know them. Do yeah, we, but I do guess we know I should them? do that anyway. No, but I don't know who's in it. Am I gonna get in trouble? Freak dance would lead to a lot of drama. Freak dance. Uh-oh. Okay, we'll who's have to in Freak Dance. Like Mike Cassidy and like. Wait, oh, our friends are in it. Yes, everyone we know is in it. Okay, then I don't know if we can do it. It's not very nice to our friends. You can just we can silently watch it. Who's in it? Who's the cast? No music. No dancing. No having fun. I'm the building inspector general, and I've come to shut this rat hole down. There's an underground dance-off going down for big cash money. Profit, that's two more dollars than we need. Ben Seaman. What's the difference? Uh, Angela. Yo, we gon' freak tonight. Yo, we gon' freak tonight. Cassidy. And I'll turn you out. Turn me out and I'll cut you off. Wait, Cassidy's like a big part of it. That music sounds like murder. And drugs. Oh, I don't know if I can do this. I'm gonna grind you down like you freaked my sister. Fantasies is shut down as she You will never walk again. Get off on me. Hal Rudnick. Fine, you can walk. I still recommend we end. Ian Roberts. Do you think leg warmers are for warming your legs? They're for protecting you from penis rubbing. To win this contest, we're going to need to use everything. The freak dance is the dirtiest of all the boogaloos. 
And if you follow my lead, it'll look less rapey that way. Oh no. We can rapey. dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. That's right. Because if they don't dance, and if they can't dance, well, they're no friends of mine! Freak dance. Staying away from drugs is what dancing is all about. I don't know. I don't know. There's too many ta- actually talented people in that movie. It makes me too sad. Like, Drew Drogi is so good. We don't have to talk about it. Let's just not even talk Let's about it. Let's not do it. We can't do it. Let's just not even talk about it. We can't do it. Hey, you know where the money for that came from. I don't want to talk about that at all. <laughs> oh, God. <coughs> all right. All right. So um, who wrote that movie? It's Besser. I mean, it was Besser. Besser wrote wrote the movie and directed it. Oh, God. It is Besser who uh, wrote and directed the Why film. Why did he go with such a fake-looking mus- mustache? Because um, he, like, doesn't... Um, like, he has, like, actually, like, an aesthetic where he, like, doesn't think that, like, the look of things matters or whatever. Like, they would even shoot shit, like... It's like they like they he like when he was doing UCB comedy, he's like, just go film it wherever. Like he doesn't care like about the I think that's like his like kind of punk take on it is you don't have to like have do good, good production value or whatever. I don't know. Literally the movie like that trailer makes it seem like they go a lot more places. The movie is mostly just in that sort of like warehouse, you know, like the dance studio or whatever okay. for almost the entire thing. Uh, d- I saw it. I went to like a screening of this, like at UCB, and you know we all had to fucking ask best better questions about it afterwards. Are you serious? I don't think we should do that movie. I'm gonna go ahead and say no. This uh, Shampoodler <laughs> says no, so I I actually stand with Shampoodler. <laughs> I stand with Shampoodler. I think Shampoodler should watch it on your own time. Shampoodler will pick the right movie for us. Let Shampoodler sit in Let in, in thought and and you know we and can tell Shampoodler our suggestions. How about this? When 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 the movie selection that Shampoodler wants to do, like the like the um, like the what's it called the Vatican, you can send up the smoke. The Vatican. What? The Vatican. Um, uh, the Vatican, the Vatican, the Vatican. How do you spell Vatican? I mean, I know how to spell. Who cares? The Vatican, the Vat, the Vatican. <laughs> Vatican. What's wrong with saying Vatican? Va- the Vatican. <laughs> the Vatican. What did I say wrong? The Vatican. <laughs> the Vatican. <laughs> the Vatican. The Vatican. You know, I worked every night. I worked Fridays at UCB when I was an intern. And that's when they used to do Freak Dance every Friday night. So I've seen Freak Dance, the stage show, like like 60 times. Wow. I saw it so many times. I remember some of the lyrics from fucking the Freak Dance stage show. Vatican. I saw Freak Dance every single Friday when they were doing it there. Vatican. Say it the right uh, way. It's like, these are our city. This is our city. And these are our streets. 
We'll never die because we live by the beat. Don't have no money and that's okay. Don't need no money when you live for today. What song is that? It's like one of the songs from Freak Dance. It's like... uh, it's, and then they all say their names. It's like I'm whatever. I I dance the best. <laughs> whatever. Fucking. It's just a musical. It's a musical. It's a musical. Oh, it's a musical. Yeah, it's a musical. I didn't know that. Yeah. Cassidy's great. We're friends with Cassidy. I love Cassidy. We don't need to be mean to Cassidy. He's, <laughs> he's done so much for us. <laughs> Besser does like a like. Oh my god. What? Let's not ever talk about freak dance ever again. I, I don't think we shall. Let's never talk about it again. I just don't think we should. Who shall. dared mention freak dance? Who dared mention freak dance? Um, freak dance discussion is now bannable in the chat. You're gonna be banned in the chat. All right, what's what's BravoCon? Well, they took a they took a they took a note from BugCon. I know that's annoying. Um, They're doing a, a con too. I'm trying to find a good article. Here we go. <laughs> oh, Joe Stokowski. You don't have to say that in here. I don't know if that's confirmed. What? No. Um, The Bravo convention, BravoCon, is finally happening, and it sounds like the ultimate fan experience. What is is it? This is, okay. There's, like, there's, like, there's something. I don't want to call it a conspiracy theory, but... I think Andy Cohen intentionally doesn't want his like housewives to get too famous. Well, for sure, because he doesn't want to pay them very well. Because he doesn't want to pay them very well, and he wants to keep them all on the same echelon so that he can do something like this, like something like the BravoCon, where you pay like for a ticket and you get to see all of them like animals in a zoo. Right. Um. So, Bravo heads, get ready. The BravoCon is happening. It's a three-day event <laughs> in November in New York. Uh, exclusive access to stars, producers, and executives behind their favorite shows. Executives? The executives? Executives. So, like, the producers who ruin their lives? Executives. You can meet your favorite stars and the people who, like, make them drunk and yell at each It'll other. It'll be an interactive dream experience for fans featuring live performances. Okay, so you're going to hear the Countess... Maybe the Countess will perform. Um, Money Won't Buy You Class. Money Can't Buy You Class. Do you know that song, Jack? No. What is it? It's the Countess's song. Who's that? The Countess Luann? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Here, I'll just just give you a taste. I'll give you a taste. It is kind of like BugCon, I guess. It's kind of like BugCon. Gonna get it muted. Maybe. Money can't buy your class. You like it? Yeah, it sounds really good. Her, your, her voice is beautiful. Elegance is learned, my friends. Elegance is learned. Oh yeah. All right, that's wow. all you get. Terrible, wow. terrible. She's right? got a wonderful voice. Anyway, you could see the, <laughs> she really the does likes have a very of her. Beautiful voice. Um, she does a cabaret. She's a cabaret star now. Ooh, she's, yeah. She's parlayed that music video into a cabaret career, and 
Every plot line this season is about her like getting too big for her britches because she's such a successful cabaret. She does cabaret. the cabaret now, of course. Such a cabaret star. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to have all the biggest Bravo liberties. Wow. Are you going to go? Wow. Uh, no. So do you think Maybe. It, do you think I don't it, know. Do you think at BravoCon they'll also be doing a uh, uh, Vanderpump Rules pub crawl? I mean, maybe I'll go. It's in New York, so oh. they can't do it unless yeah. Lisa quickly opens up another bar in New York. Um, I mean, I maybe will go. I don't know. I love Bravo. <laughs> yeah. Why do they all want to make music? Because that is like because that's actually how you like... can make money, like outside of the show. Because people will buy the song as a joke. It's the path for like people who are just celebrities unto themselves. It's been it's a, like... it's a it's a it's an age old tradition. It started. Yeah. I don't know where it started, but yeah. reality shows have been reality stars have been making shitty songs to yeah. cash in on their you know honestly Kate fame for a long time. You, we we should do shit like use Jack AM to get like press badges places. Like you could probably oh go to BravoCon God, yeah. for free. You're totally. You could right. probably go to it for free and like cover it or Let's whatever. Let's go. I don't want to go to BravoCon. Well, it's but in you New York. Could. You could do another New York struggle session show. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not gonna go. Well, in November, maybe. November. Will Joe Saunders be at BravoCon? I don't know. I don't. Does think he so. love Bravo? Well, no, but he's at BugCon. Oh. He's coming to BugCon as the with the breadcast. Yeah. Did it start with Paris Hilton? Um, Her music. The the, the reality. Start? I mean, it probably just started with like that's one of the income streams that people are able to do now. You know what I mean? Right. Like. Uh, Live Jack AM from BravoCon. Maybe, maybe if Kate gets the uh, the the, the Bravo's press badge. passionate fandom is on a level that's really seen outside of sports and superheroes. I do think that's true. I, I do. Agree with I that. do think that's I true. Do agree with that. We're fortunate to have such loyal fans uh, who have come to us for larger than life talent and series that are gold standard and unscripted television. We never take that for granted, and we can't wait to show them what we have in store. Honestly, like I'll probably fucking go. Like I love yeah. reality shows and Bravo. Honestly, is the gold standard for unscripted television. Yeah, yeah it's I good guess shit. It is. It's good shit. Have they ever done an Avengers where they all? Is this the first time they're all together? Um, I think the so the article. Have they ever done like a super episode where all the housewives okay, have no, to go and fight each no, other? No, and like and people have wanted that for a long time. So why don't we get this, Atlanta this, versus <laughs> New York? Honestly, like we should get Atlanta versus New York. <laughs> Jack, you don't watch these shows. I know you're joking, but like Atlanta versus New York would be fucking amazing. <laughs> like me. <laughs> up against fucking Ramona. Like if they have to go throw a Nini versus Ramona. Like these two people, Nini and Ramona, both <laughs> think that they own their franchise. Right, can we move they both on? think they can't exist without can them. On? If they had to go head to head. Ugh. Like real, real world versus road rules. It'd Why don't be they do so that? good. I think that Andy. I think I think up against it should be like they have to throw a party or I something think like <laughs> that. They each have to throw parties. They each have to throw an event on the same night. Yeah, like... on the same night, and whoever gets the more people to come <laughs> to it or something. And it's in a town where none of them know people, so it's yeah, like they both it, have to go to like oh here the neutral city is like Dallas. They have to go to the Real Housewives so yeah, of Dallas. They have to go to Cameron's house in Real Housewives of Dallas and throw an event. <laughs> in different wings. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That oh, could it's be gonna fun. be so good. And then Leon whoever if gets you go to if whoever you go, can get Leanne Lockin to come to their event yeah. wins. If you go to uh BravoCon, maybe you can find the executives and pitch this to them. I will. Hey, okay. And so you know what? Here's how it works in reality. Literally, when I worked in reality television at the Bu at the Duck Dynasty place, there was like a suggestion box where they were like, Do you have an idea for a show? Suggest it. And people told me don't ever suggest stuff there because they just steal it from you. They like don't make you the producer of wow. it. They just steal it, and they're like, "Good work," or whatever. <laughs> okay, so the article here says that the last, the maybe the only time that everyone got together was 
for Andy Cohen's baby shower. That's the only time all the housewives have been in one room, I think. Yeah. You will see them hanging out sometimes only in paparazzi shots, not in any officially Bravo-sanctioned form. So there's never any sort of cross... Okay, cross, so there's some the cross, 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 real sometimes housewife show. The Vander, sometimes the Vanderpumps will go to Summer House for What's a that? weekend. What's Summer House? Summer House, it's a, the new show I'm into. It's really bad, but it's also really good. So I this think is the junior... if Vanderpump gets bad, yeah. like unwatchably bad, I'm going to jump gonna ship over to, to Summer, summer House. house. I'm going right. to be a summer head. I'm going to be a summer head. All right. uh, summer House is really good. Uh, there's like a Jack's type on it. But he's a little more clean cut and like below deck and the housewives crossed over, says Dandy Man Chuck. Oh, okay. So they'll do a like they'll do like that kind of crossover, but they'll never do an intra housewives crossover. <laughs> but a couple times, like Bethany has been on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills like maybe once or twice because she's right. really good friends with Kyle Richards. Okay. I didn't I asked a question and I didn't I I can't <laughs> comprehend the answer. So I don't know why I asked it. It's not possible <laughs> for me to comprehend the answer. So I don't even know why I asked. I'm like, oh yeah. Did they ever cross over? And you're like, well, of course Bethany goes to below deck and within house or whatever. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess. Oh yeah, sure. That makes a lot of sense, of course. <laughs> yeah, if you're not a Bravo head like me, yeah, I'm a right. summer head. Right. Summer house, baby. If you watch Summer House, let's start a group chat about it. Sometimes I feel like weird about that I'm like gonna read all of the Star Wars extended universe books and then I remember <laughs> that Kate knows like the ins and outs of like sixteen different franchises called De like Housewives or whatever, like and knows everything about them. I'm like, I'm actually less nerdy. I'm less nerdy than Kate is. It's she's just only for like for like drunk people whose lives are being ruined. <laughs> For like real life alcoholics, <laughs> so like Kate is like Kate likes the like extended universe of real life alcoholics. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, you know, Jack. I know the real life alcoholics <laughs> extended universe. <laughs> Jack. Jack. I know you don't watch Vanderpump anymore. Yeah. But Ugh, I might try sometime. Well, I mean, there's something appealing. You know, I, I can talk Vanderpump, you know. Lala has come out as an alcoholic and she's been sober now for like six months. Right. I remember that. I saw that on the show. But she was like still sneaking like wines and stuff. No, right? no. This is after that. She's like oh, she's fully like, I think she might be, you know, like really committed to well, it. Best luck of luck to her and Rand. That seems like a very healthy relationship. And <laughs> I think he's uh, probably there to support her through this uh, difficult, 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 difficult time. Oh, um, Summer House is so good. Hey, you want to talk about briefly who's running? Just we watch done the this current season bit. and then do a group chat with me about it. Kate, I thought that we could... You, you want to... Can we try to do something really quickly? Let's see here. Uh, well, uh, it depends on what... Um, what's that website called? Oh, Sporkle. What's Sporkle? Okay. Um, can we name? Okay. Let's do this. Can we name? Can we name? I want to actually see. Yes. Okay. Can we name the individuals that declared their candidacy for the Democratic ticket in the 2020 president, uh, presidential election? Do we know who all of these people are? Okay. Okay. Uh, should we start it? Yeah, can you... 25 people are running. Can you zoom running. in a little bit? Okay, that's good. All right. Are we playing the quiz now? I'm zooming in a little bit more. Okay. There we go. All right. All right, ready? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, um, U.S. Senator from Colorado. Uh, well, I know that... Uh, Buttigieg? Okay. Well, we'll just put in the ones we know, right? Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. Oh, Indiana. Okay. Secretary of HUD. I don't know. Okay. Mayor M- Bill de Blasio. de Blasio. Okay. What about uh, Kamala Harris? She's got to be in there. Kamala Harris. Yeah. Let's okay. look at the easy ones. You know, um, uh, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. Joe Biden, I Joe guess. Joe Biden. Yeah, there we go. Uh, um... Uh, what the fuck is her name? Uh, uh, oh, so right now we're playing a quiz. If you're Amy listening to Klobuchar. the audio version, we're version we're p- playing a quiz on all the candidates. Um, Tulsi Gabbard. I don't know how else to explain what we're doing. We're we're trying to figure out. We're trying to say, see if we know all the. Uh, okay. Um, mm. Fuck. Who the fuck are the? Okay. So. Oh well. Then there's also a uh, uh, you know Beto O'Rourke. Gillibrand? Yeah, we got to do Gillibrand. Uh, uh, Kirst, is it Kirsten Gillibrand? Is yeah. it like that or is it Chris? Okay, okay, there we go. Kir- Kirsten Gillibrand. Gillibrand. The U.S. Senator from Alaska to till 81. Well, I know Mike Gravel is running. Is Gravel the on there? Oh, That's Yang? from Alaska. Okay. Yang Gang, Yang Gang. Okay, uh, uh, what is his Yang. name? Andrew Yang. Okay. Now, what the fuck else? Uh, Mar- uh, oh, Howard Schultz. How, no, he's not for the Democrat. He's not running as a Democrat. Try him, though, maybe. I don't think he will be on here. Yeah, he's not a Democrat. Um, Um, Man. Warren, Elizabeth Warren. Dear God, this is the problem. Uh, What? (laughs) How how dare we forget Elizabeth Warren? I think Return to Love is Marianne Williamson. Who the fuck is that? Oh, she's going to be a lot of fun. She's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, Cory Booker. Cory Booker. He's from Jersey. Okay, Um, Okay, so what we've got left is the U.S. Senator from Colorado. Is that is that one? What the fuck is the one? Eric Swalwell. 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 There we okay, go. Okay, that's the okay. From uh, from California. U.S. Representative from Ohio, Texas. Oh, we got Texas. Okay, oh. we need Ohio State Senator from West Virginia. Oh boy. U.S. Representative from Massachusetts. Mayor of Miramar, Florida. Is that what's his name? Who's the guy that like ran in Florida against? Uh, Shit. Is that fuck? I don't know. What's his name? That guy. I know who you're talking the about. The mayor, right? Uh, uh, Gil, Gil. God damn it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Julian Castro. That's true. Okay. Julian he's the Castro. secretary of HUD. Um, okay. So we need the sec- senator from Colorado, 2009 to present. We need the governor of Montana. What are the other Democrats? What Hicken the Looper. Someone in the chat says Hicken Okay. Looper. Yeah. John oh, Andrew Hicken Looper. Gi- Andrew Gillum yeah, is the okay, Florida guy. Okay. Hicken Looper. Andrew Gillum. There's so fucking many. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't think it is. Gilliam? Is it Uh, Gilliam? I don't think Gilliam is running, actually. So that's who I was trying to think of. Seth Rich? Who's that? It's not Seth Rich, Kate. That's what someone said. (laughs) Yeah. um, Who's Seth Rich? Seth Rich is a guy that worked for the fucking DNC who died in like a mugging. Uh, oh my god! And there's god. all these like conspiracy theories about all him. All right, never mind. Seth. I am not picking that one up. I'm dropping it back. Seth Moulton is there one called? Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Now who the fuck else? Okay, we need the U.S. representative from Maryland, the governor of Montana, the U.S. senator from Colorado, the governor of Washington. With well, are so many open. Who's slots. the Colorado one? Who's the co- Colorado one? Uh, we need the U.S. representative from Ohio. Oh my God! There's too many. We're not gonna get this. There's too many. How okay, much we time do we have? We have a minute and a half here. Okay, let's try to think. Um, who are the? Oh, uh, uh, Bennett, Michael Bennett, with one T. There we go, Michael Bennett. Oh my goodness! Goodness gracious! Great balls of fire. Who's the uh, Tim Ryan? Is that one? Oh yeah, there we go from Ohio. Um, did we put Hickenlooper? We got Hickenlooper. 
Fuck. Fuck. Man. Inslee. Jay Inslee. Oh, yeah. Jay Inslee. This is actually so funny. We have a chat of a hundred people, and we're actually taking all their. Uh, we can't. We can't. Like we're. We can't. Okay, Ojeda, Bullock. Okay, Maryland and Miramar, Florida, are the only ones we need, and nobody cheat. Okay. Messam. No. Wayne Messam. Wayne Messam. Oh, okay, that's what it is. Messam, Wayne Messam, and then Maryland. What the fuck? Who is it? Padme. I wish. Dude, I don't know. Jack Ruby, Colton Burpo, Jar Jar. Well, John Delaney. John Delaney. Who the fuck is that? John Delaney, everybody. See. Anyway, here's all. This is, these are our current Democrat nominees That's for president. too many. This is our current Democrat nominees. We did pretty good. We did pretty good as a chat there. <laughs> All right. Um, as we get into who's running, that was like that was just us actually literally figuring out who's running. Who's running? Uh, oh my god! I actually pulled a clip from John Delaney, and I literally couldn't remember his name. Wow! Now, so he's like so forgettable. Two that hours he's later, he's so forgettable that it's literally one of four clips you pulled. Today. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I don't remember so John Delaney. Anyway, let's watch. I wanted to look at some of the. Uh, here's John Delaney himself, everybody. Here the he is. Most forgettable running. <laughs> Um, He's running. The most forgettable one who's running. Who's running? This fella. Who's running? I don't know her. This guy right here. Who is he? Okay, read the names at super speed. Okay, I'll do that. I'll do that. We do it. Do it to the we didn't start the fire theme. Uh, Michael Bennett, Joe Biden, Corey Booker, Steve Bullock, Pete Buttigieg, Julian Castro, Julian Castro, Bill de Blasio, Bill de Blasio, John Delaney, Tulsi Gabbard, Kristen Gillibrand, Mike Ravel, Kamala Harris, John Hickenlooper, Jay Inslee, Amy Klobuchar, Wayne Messam, Seth Moulton, Richard Ojeda, Beto O'Rourke, Tim Ryan, Bernie Sanders, Eric Swalwell, Eric Swalwell, Marianne Williams. Son. You forgot Elizabeth Warren. Oh, and I said Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Okay, <laughs> Elizabeth Warren, Marianne Williamson, Andrew Yang, John Michael Bennett, <laughs> Joe Biden, Cory Booker, Steve Bullock, Pete Buttigieg, um, Julian Castro, Bill De Blasio, John Delaney, Tulsi Gabbard, Kristen Gillibrand, Mike Ravel, Kamala Harris, John Hickenlooper, John Hickenlooper, James Lee, Amy Klobuchar, Wayne Messam, Seth Moulton, Richard Ojeda, Ben O'Rourke, Tim Ryan, Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders, Eric Swalwell, Elizabeth Warren, Marianne Williamson, Andrew Yang, Michael Bennett, Joe Biden, Cory Booker, Steve Bullock, Buttigieg, Julian Castro, Bill De Blasio. Okay. What do you want me to say? <laughs> that would be funny to just keep looping through that over and over again for 20 minutes, but we won't do it. <laughs> Let's watch a clip. We didn't start the fire. All right. Let's watch. Like, let's learn a little bit about John Delaney, the, the name we couldn't remember. This bit will be on Fallon at some point, says Dookie. Yeah, really. We'll sue you. This election is not going to be a turnout election. We're going to have a huge turnout. This election is going to be fought in the center. Yeah. With the fastest growing part of the country, which is kind of these disaffected, unaffiliated independents, if you will. Some yeah. of them are Democrats, some are Republicans, but they're really independents. The candidate who wins that 
is going to win in 2020. And the candidate that wins that is going to be that a teacher? someone a who can teacher? go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Trump and kick yeah, his really. ass on the economy. I wish you had a classroom like that. And I can. I'll put my business. I'll put my business backward against him any day of the week. I'll put what I've done philanthropically so against him any day of the week. I'll put anything other than my hair against him any day of the week. There we are, everybody. That's John Delaney. Okay. Who the fuck uh, is John Delaney? John Delaney is uh, well. He's the uh, U.S. representative from Maryland. And he thinks he's going to run for president? He's, he's putting up his business experience against Trump's uh, anything other than his hair. It's funny because it's like, obviously anyone's better than Trump. It's, like, anyway. it's no contest. Trump is the worst president like of all every time. Every day I'll put, my, I'll put my business acumen against Trump. It's like, like, of course, he's a liar. Yeah, he's dude. a bad, but like he's everyone knows that. Man, that's like part of the cell with him. Is like he's, he's like bad. He's terrible at everything yeah. he does. Like uh, almost 99% of the country would be a better president yeah. than Trump. Well, sure. I mean, also just the idea that you're like comparing your business record against his. I'm like, yeah, his, he's a worse. Like, he's a joke. He Jack, did it as a, Jack as hasn't a, done his taxes in five years. He's still better bad business than Trump. <laughs> not five years. That's not true. Uh, let's watch. Uh, now let's see uh, who else is running. This is Seth Moulton, everybody. Let's get excited. That's why I'm calling today uh, for the biggest call to national service What's since World War II. This oh. is Seth Moulton. Did you just call him Brian Moulton? I said Seth Moulton. Don't we know someone? Seth Moulton, he's I'm the uh, U.S. representative from uh, Massachusetts. Seth Moulton, everybody, let's let's give it a watch. That's why I'm calling today uh, for the biggest call to national service since World War II, a way to take us forward and meet the challenges of this new economy and a changing world. You know, America has always risen to the challenges that face our country with a call to service. That's how we have surmounted the great... So we got to do, everybody. You got you to gotta fucking join the army. You think things are bad right now? Join the army. Depression. <laughs> it's how we won World War II, and it's how we put a man on the moon by calling everyone to get behind a common mission and having everyone do their part. And so I'm asking all 33 million young Americans to, to consider serving their country as well. Yeah, there we go. Not to make it a requirement, but an expectation that Americans will, will take a part what? in our future, take a part in serving our country. No. And if, if America, if you invest in America, then America will invest in you. And so coupled with this is call this to service Duplass? is a new national <laughs> education guarantee modeled on the GI Bill to say that if you serve your country, you will get to go to college or to vocation. We will make that investment in you. Cool. That's the kind of forward-looking policy that I we think... We want, in exchange for giving people free college, they have to go kill some Middle Easterners first. Absolutely. And you know what? We're historically great with veterans in this country. Yeah. So. If you're a veteran in this country, so I totally fucking, believe, it's easy street. Totally it's believe easy street. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy fuck street. You, yeah. Seth Moulton, here we are. We need. He looks like Mark Duplass, though. For, he does like. For real. I mean, look, I know that everybody talks about this and there's like mediocre white men or whatever. It's fuck. There's so many weird white guys running for president. There's so many mediocre white men. But you know what it president. takes? It takes the delusion of like thinking you're like worth right. running for president, which yes. I think is a mental disorder of this the mediocre does, white man. This does have a 
the sort of, you know, uh, uh, high-class high incompetence thing. You know, this guy, whatever. Let's continue to watch. More. Challenges of a changing world to address climate change, to bring broadband to rural communities. Yes, and we, to need, say- we need the army to get out there and address climate change and uh, put, put um, DSL lines in, in rural communities. We need the army out there putting... DSL in. Sucking lips? Oh, come on. We need a common mission. We need to be united going forward as a country. All righty. Dick sucking lips? He could use some better dick sucking lips. Look at those tiny I have to agree that the upper lip is a little too curly on this The upper lip ain't nothing there. There's nothing there. Not to upper lip shame, but there's no upper lip, bro. I've heard about stiff upper lip, but... uh, No upper lip? No upper lip? Hello? Get some injections in there. Get why don't? Lip. Why does this guy think he can go on camera and not get lip injections? <laughs> yeah, I know. Every woman I know, they, they'd at least do the, the courtesy of getting a lip injection no lip before running for president. All right, let's watch our old friend Beto. This is a lie. I'm, Beto's I'm cool. lying. <laughs> Beto's cool. I should go to jail. Beto's cool. So you mentioned your plan, or the plan that you signed on to, Medicare for America. Why not Medicare for all? I think about Diane. Um, I think about Joey. Uh, a young Why? I want to. I want to. I want to take back my comments about the upper lip. I think if you have a thin upper lip, then you're gorgeous and beautiful. Oh, yeah, don't muck about like I'm that. I'm mucking about. I'm bucking about. Um, Beto looks so much like like Butthead. He really does. He, he looks really so does. much like Butthead. It's actually wild. It's actually wild how much this man looks like Butthead. He looks too much like Butthead. He's so He's Butthead. He's got such a Butthead look. He's such a Butthead. He's so Butthead. Anyway. <laughs> He's so Butthead. Anyway. I don't like the way his, his, like, he's doing, like, what is that face? 27 years old that I met in Laredo, Texas. He's been to a doctor once in his life because he does not have insurance. And that doctor told him that he had diabetes. I actually canonically, for me, in my head canon, I believe that uh, Butthead grew up to be Beto. Whoa. Beto, Butthead. I think it's like, he's like, I used to go by, I used to go by Butthead, and then we shortened that to Beto. Beto, Beto, Beto. Beto, Beto. 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 We became Butthead to Beto, and then I became Beto. Ha <laughs> ha. That oh, rules. That and then he's like, I got a little older, and I don't, I don't uh, chuckle so much, and my braces came off. Uh-huh. I'm better now. Do you know why I stand, you know why I stand on all those tables? Because <laughs> I'm farting. <laughs> that he had glaucoma and that he would be dead before the age of 40 because he's not getting any care right now in this country. Joey, Diane, others, they don't have time for us to get to the perfect solution. They don't have time for a fucking... We don't, they don't have so, time to wait around so while we med- get Medicare so for all. is he Medicare for all? No, he's Medicare for America. Because we don't have. Because you know what would really help those people is Medicare for all. Free you know, Medicare, we don't have time for that no shit. No strings attached. These people are dying in the streets today. We don't have time to fix things for them. They don't have time to wait for us to actually fix the problem. They need whatever. Okay. Some, they can't. They don't have time for that shit. Okay, but like, if we were to start from scratch, free, maybe then. we would start with a single payer. But we've got to work with the system that we have here today. The surest, quickest way to get there is Medicare for America. Fuck off. That is the opposite of what he's saying. The quickest way would be to have Medicare for all. No, no. Because some people like their plans. 
Fuck off. If you Some like boomers. Your, if you like your health insurance plan. There are rich people out there who like work at fancy places and they have fancy special health care and they deserve to have better than us. If you like your health care, then I'm sorry, you're a murderer. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not true. If you like not health care, if you like your health insurance. If you like your private insurance. To the insurance, point where you want where you don't want Medicare for all. You're a murderer. I do think it is like I do think that it's like they you're just want a murderer. people that like work and like, you know, like are are wage slaves and, you know, are tied to their jobs. They want to have another benefit out of their job. So they're like, I actually like that I get better health care than other people because of the job that I have. Here's what I say to people. That would suck for that that status symbol to go away. Here's from what me. I say to people who love their ins- their private insurance to the point where they don't think you're a murderer they should have medicare for all you're killing me you're killing me <laughs> oh my god i'm dying because oh of you you're god. killing me you're killing me why uh, are you we're gonna killing lose insurance me? pretty soon why are you killing me you're killing me we are gonna lose it why are pretty you soon. killing me yeah why actually i want to watch the rest of his answer because it is fucking annoying guarantees every single person in this country gets the so let's see surest quickest way to get there is Medicare for America. It guarantees every single person in this country gets the care that they need to live to their full potential and do those things that they were placed on this planet to perform in the first place. Oh, I wanted to find, because he does and the talk courage of not be an object or a concern or an anxiety of yours. I want you to focus on being well and doing well for others. That lady, to add can insult you just pause to injury, for a sec? Can you, you pause on I- that lady? Yeah. Look at that necklace. That, uh-huh. that kind of rules. Cool necklace, that actually. Kind of rules. That is kind of a okay, cool Okay, if you're necklace. listening to the audio only version, nope. Oh. She has a necklace on. It's that cool. It's cool as fuck. She's a black turtle. This style, This is what my style is going to be like as an old lady. <laughs> she's wearing a black turtleneck. This has nothing to do with what Beto's talking yeah, she about. She seems cool. She has a black turtleneck on. She's got like cool, big, giant charms on it. A couple of like ornate crosses, which I'm like not about. I would probably get pentagrams instead. But uh, she's got a cool ass skeleton. And yeah. a cool ass star. Yeah, very cool. She's cool as fuck. Continue. Doing well for others. To add insult to injury, you and I, as taxpayers, have funded so much of the research and development for yeah, the cures and the medications and the pharmaceuticals that are sold back to us You're at right, the highest prices on the skirt. planet. We prevent you from yeah. buying from Canada or from it. Europe or somewhere it's else so where you can purchase it cheaper. And we refuse to use the purchasing power like the of Medicare, the leverage in all of the prescription medications that we buy for those money. beneficiaries to drive the price down. We have a plan to address this. We're going to make sure that every single American has access. 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 To high quality universal health care without exception. There's a plan called Medicare for America. Universal access. You know that will ensure that everyone means? who does not have care today yeah, is enrolled right. in Medicare. Those who have insufficient care, they can't make the copay after insurance kicks in or afford the, the premium or bridge the deductible, they can choose Medicare as well. But those who have employer-sponsored insurance and like it because it works for them and their families are able to keep it. And we use the leverage of this government. Not- you know, and I think that uh, people who uh, get the health care um, and they like it for them and their family because it's like more prestige. Fuck them. Why are you killing me? Fuck them. You're killing me. That's what I say. Fuck them. You're killing me. Boo this man. You're killing me. 
Boo this man. Well, we had to ring the access alarm there. We had to ring the access, <laughs> access alarm. Access, access. <laughs> hey, if you like access, <laughs> yeah. access, suck my ass. Access, sis. access Washington. Like access Hollywood, but it's like there's like this like like access access like the like this celebrity like offered access to whatever. If you care about if all you care about is access to healthcare and not free healthcare, if you're saying access, suck my ass, sis, suck my ass, sis. Okay, I've got a cyst on my ass. Cut it out now. (laughs) Suck it. How's the planning of the 16-hour trucking stream going? It's great. I'm planning to p- truck for 16 hours <laughs> in this room. That's what I'm planning oh to do. Can you believe we and do That'll this? be tomorrow. Can you believe we do this show every fucking morning? I know. That's a so much I show. Mean, it's crazy. It's, it's just unbelievable how much show crazy. we do. How much show we do is just unbelievable. <laughs> every week, every morning. Okay. <laughs> Calm it down <laughs> now. You're getting on one right now. <laughs> You're getting on one right now. You're getting on Hail one. Hail Satan. And it's time to not be on one. Don't say Hail Satan. Suck my ass. No. Get back. Stand back now. Stand back now. Stand back now. Oh my God. We got to talk about the hot dogs. Suck my ass. And I'm opening up the calls right now because if anyone has opinions on this. If anyone has opinions on this, all right, <laughs> feel free to call in if you've got opinions on the uh, the hot dog ranking. All right, meltdown May is right. All right, folks, the Washington Post: Democracy dies in darkness. Has uh, I'm has my done shit it right now. Uh, the Washington Post of, of Democracy dies in darkness says. What's the best hot dog in America? We tried 15 popular brands to find out. So let's check it out, everybody. Let's look through the hot dogs thing. Blah, blah, blah. I don't want to. I don't need all this shit. All this preamble. No, thank you. No, thank you. Not interested. Not interested. Okay. Neiman Ranch uncured beef franks. Okay, uh, I never had it, but it doesn't sound good. It's got a score they of fifty-seven. Sugar and fake smoky weirdness. It sounds Ooh. terrible. The one the flavor was acidic, mapley, and off balance. So yucky. I didn't know this until today, but I don't really like how people describe a bad hot dog. Yeah, let's scroll down here. Hatfield beef franks. Don't know them. Applegate the great uncured lamb sausage. Interesting. De- okay, Deets and Watson. Come pretty low on the rankings here. We they, they come pretty low it's on what, the rankings here. Why are here. these the ones you like or something? Well, I just think that like, you see Deets and Watson, you know, pretty often. I like there. the photos of the hot dogs. They make me oh, think of dicks so and vaginas. This makes me feel like this is disgusting. This is actually makes me feel like this listing is totally fucked up. Is there such a thing as too much snap? Yes, there decidedly is. Some taster said. So what the fuck? No, there's not. What in the fuck? The snap is what makes it great. Snap me with your hot dog, daddy. You want that little intestine. You want the intestine on there. That's snap good stuff. Snap me good. But Pizza Watson, I actually do think, are really good beef frank. I want to so fuck that hot dog. I want to peg that hot dog. Enough. What? Okay. It's all snap. Make it stop. People complain about the snap. The snap. The people who complain about the snap need to get the slap. Hello, caller. Uh, you are, as of this moment... Now on the air. What's going on, caller? So in season two of Superstore, they revealed that Mateo is undocumented. Okay. Who is this? 
You think yeah. any other sitcom, you'd, you'd be like, they're never going to deliver on this. Yeah. This is just going to be a thing for like wacky hijinks. Yeah. It's not going to be yeah, a, they, about they actual real issues. Who is this? And then it's probably Matt J. Because of the because of this season, they've had this whole arc about okay. unionizing the store. All right, which all right. sir, sir. Off, so so what do you think about the snap level on hot dogs? All right, I had to hang up on this person. That's not what the call is supposed Jay to be about. Button. The topic today, the topic today is uh, the hot dogs. Hebrew National Beef Franks come in at number 11 here. Hot dogs might have fared better if not for their appearance. They described it as a sad brown. They look boring. Hmm, this is just <laughs> fucked up. So these um, people are saying that Hebrew National is not good. Ballpark beef hot. That's what anti-Semitic. Is in the hell is going to happen at the top of this list? Number nine is ballpark beef hot dogs. Safeway select beef franks. So this is an anti-beef bias in a big way. I'm sorry, but I love a chicken sausage. Six, yet another tie. Rosita, Rosita beef farm. I never had that. Don't know this one either. Open nature. Whole Foods, so this is another, this is like a tie for six or something. Whole Foods 365 uncured beef hot dogs are, uh, thank you, Gertz, are um, outranking some extremely good. All right, hold on a second here. Uh, Caller, you are on the air. And because of the attention that the unionization. See, I, you know, I know already what that is. I already know what that is. I have to pee. Let's keep going here. Welsher sugar-free, all-natural, uncured beef franks. No, you're staying right here. Welsher, Welshire sugar-free, all-natural, uncured beef franks. Why can't I pee? We have to, the show's over in 45 seconds. Oh, it is. Trader Joe's uncured <laughs> beef hot dogs. I can't believe this is our show. Oscar Meyer is number three. I got a question. How do they cut it so cleanly? Uh, with a knife. <laughs> Nathan's is number two. Okay. Nathan's is a pretty good hot dog. No, it's fine. I'll pee my pants in protest. We have 20 seconds. <laughs> Costco is number one. Wow. Costco is number one for real. Costco rules. This is a fucking travesty. This is real. It's good. All right, everyone. We'll be back at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern with an all-new, brand-new Jack AM. That's going to be a real show tomorrow. We're doing a Jack AM tomorrow. And we got special guest Drew Spears joining us in the we studio. Do. We're going to finally talk about Chris Kattan. And that'll come ahead of the 16-hour trucker stream, which begins tomorrow, too, too at 11 a.m. And Pacific. my butt is covered in piss, oh, baby, because no, I'm there's sitting piss. in I it. I smell the I'm reek. sitting in my oh, own piss. Oh, no. This, the rank smell of piss I'm is coming to my nose. I'm sitting in my piss. How nasty. All right, everybody. Goodbye. This is the outro song of Jack AMFM. It's the oh, outro. Oh, yeah. Well, it's the outro, everyone. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that, another episode of Jack AM. Um, as we said in the intro, um, if you like what you heard and you want to see stuff as well, tune in any every weekday at twitch.tv slash Jack AM. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast here on iTunes. Yeah, and uh, rate and review us. Tell your friends and uh, tell your friends to subscribe on Twitch, too. Yeah. So Some uh, people are visual people. Some people are audio people. Whatever you are is fine. Um, anyway, thank you for listening to the show, and uh, we will be back soon. Bye.